good. The Tape Never Lies Network. The Tape Never Lies. Tape Never Lies. Starts now. Draft Dr. Phil and the Smartest Man. Keeping it 100. Keeping it 100. Yes! What? Here it is! 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 You'll never know how good your football team's gonna be until you play with maximum effort. Keeping it 100. Keeping it 100. Take over the North and never give it back. Smartest man. My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Guess who's back? The two dudes that kept it real. Dynamic duo that you love, the smartest man at Dr. Phil. Break it down the film, never a problem, kick it straight. Most shows focus on stats, we focus on the tape. We keeping it a hundred, never running east to west. We coming with that truth, cause that's what our fans expect. Cut off the freaking anchor, forward to be free. But don't you worry, Shane's got the dumbest tweets. It ain't no secret, Phil and Shane got some haters. But now the mouth stuck like the two and now and later. Debaters, straws get kicked like Coach Tabor. Cuts had to be made, we added a barber moderator. Up and down, boys got you double checking. Sad sacks trolling like a fool, drunk texting. Flexing on the truth, cause you know they'll never change Real, recognize real, that's what you get with Phil and Jimmy What's the name? What we do when we break it down the bears Fuck a play for a captain All of the unchecked The truth, you see We laugh, we lie So there's no babies like Maybelline Straight to the truth with the vacuuming and facts We got a sad nerd But he's not just giving nerds that Car crash, big impact like trick sad Every Wednesday night you got the smartest man to feel back Now we know you're smiling like a fat kid with fun dead We're back Better than ever, and we keep it at a hundred. Keep it at a hundred. Keep it at one hundred. Draft Dr. Phil and the smartest man. Justin Fields gets outside the pocket. Puts that ball Yo, what is good, TTNL fam? 
We got another fun show for y'all tonight. And yes, Claudio is not here. I snatched his job tonight like even we snatched our hopes of being competitive this season. Um, <laughs> but no, we got a fun show. Uh, we got Kenneth Davis from NBC Sports joining us tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in the people you really came, well, the person you really came to see. I'm going to bring in Shane, the smartest man. Yo, the only guy that showed up for work tonight, Cherie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tell you. I guess Phil sprained his thumb or something. Who knows? He's Hey, he could be out for, for weeks. Yeah, we'll see. But It's Hey, no, I, I'm rooting for the kid. I want Justin back. I want Justin to play well, but he's not going to be able to go, obviously. I know they're playing their political games and gamesmanship, which at this point, I don't think anybody's worried about the, the one in five Chicago Bears. So I always have to laugh at that. You know, Eberflus, I had to, had to laugh today. I forget who asked him the question. They said, you know, how do you, how did your game plan change? When Tyson Bajan is QB one, he's like, "Oh well, you gotta you gotta play to the strengths of your quarterback." I'm like, "Really, <laughs> really? Is that what you're saying, Mister Flutes? Is yeah, you better uh, you better look in the, in the mirror, homie." There. Yeah, exactly. So it's more <clears throat> of the same, unfortunately. You know, I did talk to Phil a little bit earlier on the phone, and I said, "You know, we got eleven of these left, and it's." It sucks that we're in, you know, draft mode and everything like that already. But um, it is what it is, you know. The as a Bears fan, this is what we're this is what we're used to. As the Coke Zero is being pounded in the green room right now. <laughs> but yeah, we should be we should be used to it. But you know, throw their throw your su- support behind this kid, guy in Tyson Bajan. And don't make this two different quarterback camps. And you've seen it already. You want to, the people that are 100% on Justin Fields, and I get it, love the talent. But if you say anything negative, they get upset. But they're also the same people that are going to nitpick every little thing to Tyson Bajan's game. Oh, you thought this kid, did you just... So you're, you're in a no-win situation. So he threw an interception as if, I mean, I hate to say it, and you're probably going to get crucified for it, but it's not like Justin Fields hasn't thrown any four-quarter interceptions this yeah. season, right? Yes, So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, it, yeah, you're exactly right. But look at the CEO holding court there in the green room, charade. I see. Back, he, yeah. He's gonna let us do our thing, huh? back, take a phone call. He's probably putting in his food order with Steph upstairs right now. Right. Yeah. You know, in the middle of the show, she's right. already the, the turkey on whole wheat, some of that spicy mayo, Steph. Add some avocado. A little thin slice of avocado. Yeah. We'll see. But I was gonna add them, but I guess that would probably wouldn't be very good. But right here now. we are, Sheree. Where is your confidence level as we prepare for the Vegas Raiders. I mean, are you are you above 10%? No. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. No, I, I just it's so hard like even for the Washington game, the one game we won, there's very little outlook. They gave us a little hope 
Well, maybe, like you say, maybe they're, you said it, I think on Bears Out Alive, maybe they're figuring it out and pulling it together and we go and shit to bed against Minnesota. So, no, I have no faith that they can pull together a win. Yeah, I just, as much, you know, where they got us all hyped up with the Washington game, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more in detail, you know, statistics and analytics wise tomorrow night on cars keys at 8 30 p.m east here on ttnl but um shameless plug yeah there you go but for them to go away with what was working you know versus washington and what this group is built for for them to go away from it and what really gets you is they went back to what they should have been doing once Fields was out. Right. So Lewis Riddick is like, if I was Kevin Warren, I would be down in the offices and being like, what gives? What 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 are we doing here? You know and what I mean? I hate to say that it feels like that Washington game, everybody was so sure that when we lost that Washington game, Ibercoos was going to get fired that Friday. And I feel like that win has just secured his job for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But I mean, my... My confidence level in Matt Eberflus as head coach of the Chicago Bears has oh. never been lower. Um, they were, I don't want to say more organized because Mark Tressman lost the locker room, but they worked. The, the offense certainly looked better. And I'll give him a pass on the defense because he had aging journeyman veterans that made up that defense. But, you know, you start to see this defense make some strides and then they go oppo to what they should be doing on offense. But again, to repeat myself, this is what life as a Chicago Bears fan is. And it always has been, unfortunately. That's why everybody's still stuck in 1985. Duh, Bears, we've got to bring back duh, coach and bring back Singletary and all that bullshit. We'll see. But who's to say? I mean, uh, granted, we love them when they were in their prime doing their thing. But who's to say this league has completely changed? Their coach yeah. Did you see how Fangio even kind of fades out? Like he's a great defensive coordinator, but as a head coach, that mindset isn't that old school play isn't working anymore. No, and like I said, they it's you can't go backwards. And that's that's what they're that's what they're doing offensively. Um, you know, our guy in the green room has been on top of it from jump once again. Yeah. You know, with the coaching staff and with the OC and everybody. he spotted it early on, and it, it was the same thing with Nagy. He spotted it before yeah. any of us. Like I was a believer. That hundred celebration, I was all drink. I was drinking that really hard. Oh, that's that. That's they knew that. that you know the the fans would eat that up you know because with the bears it's there's no next step it's all we made the playoffs and we missed the field goal and so all right we're winning the super bowl next year and it's not the way that the nfl works it's not the way the nfl has ever worked and they got punched in the fucking face nope 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 this is football baby Mariah Carey entered the room, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Listen, I had to take care of a few things. 
don't know what's going on. We were, I don't know if you could hear us, we were putting in your food order while you were on the phone. Steph made. Turkey Steph and made whole wheat with a thin slice of avocado and spicy mayonnaise. <laughs> it's actually uh, Puerto Rican rice and beans with chicken. Mm. Very I'm good. I'm glad you didn't say, you know, Frank, Frank and beans. No, that would be my dad. You got to put the bean <laughs> above the Frank. You know? My mom and dad. That was like the worst night. What are we having for dinner? Franks and beans. I tell you what, Philip, that Frank could be my middle linebacker. <laughs> the worst <laughs> night, though. Did you have like the worst thing that your parents cooked night? Mine was pickled ham. It, yeah, I don't put I a that. pickle and ham in this grinder with mayonnaise and grind. I'm like, this was the worst night for me as a kid. My mother used to make this thing. I don't even know if you guys would know what the fuck it is, but it's and she still makes it to this day. And I, it's called ham tetrazine. You ever heard of that? I heard of it. I feel, I feel like I've heard like a chicken tetrazine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, fucking hated it. And like my, what is it? like ham and there's like spaghetti noodles and cheese it's just but it's baked just wasn't my ham with spaghetti noodle like curls i think uh, i know curls curls like curls cream sauce? i dude i don't know i never touched it but my sisters were older than i was and they loved it and my dad loved it so i was just a young snot-nosed kid sitting at the end of the table being like what the fuck you know this this dinner sucks tonight, but you know, back then you just get cracked upside the head if you said something like that. Shut up and eat food. It's called ham salad, mine. Yeah, that was when the street light, when the street light comes on, you yeah. have to be oh, in. Yeah. That mm -hmm. was dinner time. And whenever and don't I saw, make your parents have to come outside and yell your name. Oh yeah. my god. My mom could scream because she was like the cheerleading yeah. coach. My mom was not the screamer. No, 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 no. My it mom. was. You wait till your father gets home. <laughs> That's what I got. I heard my, that. My father was the disciplinarian. Over Will my Eastman liked liver and onions. That yeah. was another one. I just never did liver and onion. Yeah, liver he's, and moving onion. On, he's moving on up like George Jefferson by his profile. Pic. Roast beef. TTNL helped me through a tough time in life. We've got a lot of those letters. I want to do like a Casey Kasem one day and read some of them. <laughs> then people would think I'm joking about them. But that no. was like my, I'm going down memory lane with this. Because I was like remember the first like big one that we got. I couldn't believe. And we were actually on the phone with the guy for two and a half hours that night. If you... Yeah. You know. Dan Aguirre? Yeah. Yes. I think that's what you were talking about. Yep. But he was, Dan was in a... Dan Aguirre. Dan the man. How's yep. he doing? I don't know. I don't know. He's probably not happy like we are because he... Why, Khalil Mack had six sacks? He lives and dies with the Bears. You know what I mean? He's no, like we do. I, so. I heard a little bit of what you were saying and I want to piggyback off of it as we get ready for a good night of bears talk oh, or Jesus bears Christ. can you hold a moment of silence for david he had yeah that i would sign up for that probably being the worst fucking dinner ever 
I'd burn. I, yeah, I would divorce my mom and burn the fucking house down. Is that <laughs> Charles Leno I mean, on a freaking toss play? I like salmon, but when you add the word loaf next to it, it just don't. <laughs> it, it ain't working. The Leno household special. Get you, right David, coming in from a hard day playing outside. Mommy, what's for dinner? Oh, Davey, it's salmon loaf and cream peas. <laughs> 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 Patron Steve, just checking in. What's up, Patron? What's up, Steve? Patron Steve, Gregor, Greg, Gigger. What is Greg Gigger? Oh, man. Everybody's checking in. Check in shit with beer. your worst. My grandfather used to call that shit on a shingle. Shit on a shingle. Yep. Chipped beef, beef on, on toast. toast. Yep. That's what he used to call it. Oh, shit my on God. A shingle. Dear me. I couldn't do it. My uncle Edison. was a hunter, and I was like, I can't I do it. Oh, really? It's got to be cooked the right way. Listen. Listen, we start off the show, Rome, with some memory lane. I got Casey Kasem, the streetlights, and your worst favorite fucking meal as a yeah, child. You're one, one in five. What do you want, dude? You want to yeah. we, we want to break down about- Trent and Gill? Let's talk about two bear linemen blocking each other. How about that? Oh, my God. Should I load that up? <laughs> Why not? I can't wait to release mine tomorrow. Um, No, I know you love. You wouldn't be here on a Wednesday night with the shitty coached Chicago Bears if you didn't love this channel. Although some people listen to every show pretend they never listen and then comment as they listen oh i don't listen to those guys but i have thousands of hours of video of where they're talking about me (laughs) patron weird how how that works patron genie here just checking in i bet you senior citizen shy bear patrons had some pretty awful fucking dinners growing up in the day with him being the senior Greenberg, I'm sure he had a David. Put your worst dinner as a child worst growing dinner. up. Worst dinner as a chi- as a kid. I'm gonna say like mutton or something. You were outside, fucking oh, all God. day playing hide and seek, tackle <laughs> football, whatever you were doing. And you came home, the street light. Mom is yelling, Dad, whoever, Grandma. Not everyone had a dad or mom foster care whatever you came in and then the right there on the plate that's what you had i'm tr- i'm seriously trying to think about that because it wasn't that the the meal itself wasn't good and i hate to put this out there i love you granny but it wasn't the best cook so that's why oh. i didn't like food because it didn't taste good if someone just, else cooked the meal i would eat it Gran- granny just that Cherie was like, I'm at Granny's house. Fuck. Whatever she's making stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna shut the fuck up and eat it. <laughs> I had to. I was Granny, who the fuck puts apples in her mac and cheese, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> Granny made mashed potatoes. Cherie was like, How do you fuck up mashed potatoes? <laughs> How do you do that? Lima beans. I remember oh my, my dad. Okay. Lima beans, I hate it no matter who. I goes. hate it. Lima beans are disgusting. My dad you know caught me trying to hide them in my milk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know those fucks would stay down at the bottom. It you looked like pie. Green, but so 
tie bubble tea, whatever. The oh, that was. was a staple growing up, right there. Tuna casserole. Tuna casserole. Yeah. Like, what was the casserole part? I just it's baked, ain't it? Yeah, I think it's like baked. Oh, like what, what I was talking about. Yeah. Oh man, I hated that. I like tuna salad, but yeah, I don't like. I casserole. could do tuna cold. Yeah. Jesus. Wonder what Kenneth Davis hated as a kid. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, he's a he's a city kid. I bet he didn't talk too much shit back to mama growing up either when it was time to eat dinner. Oh, these kids today, they my wife is like a Greek diner. She's making everybody fucking dinner. Yeah, my fuck. cousin does the same thing. I don't yeah. like shit. I'm like, why are you put the fucking See, food? When my mom wasn't home, my dad made breakfast for everybody. Every mm -hmm. fucking night. That's what we had for dinner. Right. So that was a good night. Yeah, no, I didn't complain. I remember my dad was like, fuck, fuck it. Just have Captain Crunchberry tonight. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, carp or fucking bottom feeder fish, dude. Carp? Yeah, fuck I couldn't that. eat fish, man. I couldn't eat it as a kid. I used fuck to hate fish. tossed salad when I was a kid. Now I'd like it. <laughs> oh, sorry. That wasn't yeah. a... Yeah. Now, I didn't say getting... Ryan got everything he liked. Cherie. <laughs> Ryan got everything. <laughs> Keep rolling, roll. It's amazing. It says, kindy, kindy, Nicholas. It's amazing that the coaches had no problem changing Justin's footwork. However, they had an entire offseason. You... saw nothing wrong with the way Cody holds the ball the snap. Stammer about that today. He's like, "Oh yeah, we've seen it pop up. It's crept up in practice a little bit, but we we take yeah. care of it there when we see it." I'm like, "Well, it certainly like, ain't working in the fucking games." And by the way, every one of your centers is doing. It. I talked to Greg Braggs for a couple minutes on the phone the other day, and he's like, the "Thing about it is, he's like, if you went to training camp, like Greg was there every day. He's like, every single center, Kramer included, Patrick, Cody Whitehair, all of them." We're doing the same thing, sailing the friggin' snaps. I'm not smart. So that goes back to coaching. Absolutely. Guess what? If it ain't working, you better fucking fix it. I'm telling you, tonight, Shane, we're playing a team this week. They live out of the gun. Oh, yeah. They have bad snaps. They're eight and nine. I'm teaching a kid eight or nine he's nine years old how to do it for the scout team to give the defense a look it took me two minutes to teach him to change the cody whitehair method on the top of the ball to grabbing the ball like you're gonna throw it yeah you, you can't snap like this no because guess what <laughs> the law of of physics is going to tell you if you grab the top of the ball and you throw it this way, it's like a punt upside down. So yeah, it's it like, you know, you anywhere. drop the French fry down in between your seat. Don't you remember that? That I was it Martin Lawrence or one of them, or maybe it was Will Smith in one of the movies. Like you stick your hand down, you come up and you got like this shit, you know, with your, you got like this shit with your hands. And I'm like, that's the way Cody Whitehair holds the fucking ball when he's snapping it. It's oh. the craziest shit. His dad never threw the ball with him. I'm like, Grab the ball like you're going to throw it and just put it down. Hold it, the tip, the nose of the ball down. And then you just scrape it across the turf. 
let it go. It's going to get there every time. Yeah, I think really after a little bit today, actually, about Feeney is he's um, actually got a knee injury. Really? So it sounds like maybe that happened and they haven't talked about it at all. Yeah. He's on the injury report today. Actually, I didn't even give our guest a invite. I'm so bad right now. Jesus. It's probably going to be like, where the... F well, I got six minutes, Dougie Fresh. <laughs> Does anybody know that song? If they do, Dougie Fresh give them props. We can't say it. What's that? I went to, I mean, on a side note, I went to L Cool J this past weekend. It was Queen Latifah. What? Bone Thugs and Harmony. It was oh awesome. Oh, my God. Nice. Bum, 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 bum. Queen Was Latifah came out. Moni. Latifah? Uh, Moni in the middle? Yep. And Trent oh, from Body by Nature. DJ Jazzy Jeff was there. It was, you know, they've been trying to celebrate the 50 years of hip hop. So they've been doing like all the shows that I've been to this year have given some type of tribute to it. 50 years of hip hop. You know this guy, Phil? No, Tate. It's Tate. Oh, that is Tate. That's really him. Yeah, I think that is him. Cause I'm Tate. That's their YouTube channel or something. Actually, I shouldn't even put it out there that this kid. Why is it? Oh my God! Can you? I gotta text it to you. I keep seeing him saying hi, Dad. So I wasn't sure if that was him. It is. Hi, Tate. Hopefully you're listening to your mom and get in the bed. Now I can send this to Kenneth Davis. I don't know why. My we're just rocking and rolling. It was funny tonight. They were doing sprints, and I said in the the baseball field is like about 40 yards away, and they're playing songs over there and journey comes on while they're doing sprints and they finished and uh what's this song let's not get copyrighted don't stop believing <laughs> oh just say the soprano song <laughs> anyway i go you got three more sprints if someone could sing the lyrics of this song and they're all journey and one kid did it i couldn't believe it oh really so i knocked off one sprint chain let's knocking it off there you go nice a little fun at the end of the crazy night that's why i was on the phone but i won't talk about that till later michelle anyway dougie fresh yes the show muck muck Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. LL Cool J, how was he? <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, he had a moment when he lifted up his shirt. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so she was just oh, speechless. Was good. You thought you were. I thought you were like, yeah, ah, he was oh, good. No, no, he was no, yeah, You thought you were I saying, know. yeah, he's lost it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's LL Mid, mid J now. Ain't a friend good. of mine from work went to like Bobby Brown's concert, and she was like, "Oh my God, he was drunk." Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that 
performances aren't yeah that one didn't hit right there was this teacher in some and she was challenging her classroom to sing songs did you see that it didn't it's kind of going viral now it's pretty cool ll cool j definitely in my top 20 just letting you know sheree I figured he was way over Tupac, like way. One of the, he's probably one of the most underrated and underappreciated artists. If you look at his library, for real, because we get caught up in the LL, the actor. He's the actor. Was he in, was he in the Meg? Was he in Meg One or something? No. Like shark. What was that? That, that was one? the Samuel Jackson movie. Um, I know which one you're talking about. What was something? What was he in with the shark? It's uh, it was. I know Sam L. Jackson was in it, so it's it's like blue, blue oh horizon. Oh my God. horizon. No. Is it blue horizon? Uh, that's a oh he is a Tupac hater, Jeremiah. LL Cool J would destroy Tupac. Deep blue any that's, day. That's what it was. Deep blue, deep blue sea. Look at you guys. We should do trivia night one night, Shay. This shit would be fun. Welcome to Bears football. Bears trivia. Hip-hop trivia night. Food. We start off with food and hip-hop. Hip-hop. That's Lights where we're at. Up. And it Wait. only it only took six Where's games. Jackal? He can't even do chapters anymore, this fuck. Jackal's guy. eating salmon loaf and cream peas right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jackal can't even do a chapter for this. It's let's think of back what we did. Tyson Bajan, you guys were talking about. Get behind him. Let's stop with the separation parties and just cheer for the Bears. That's what we started, right? Then I came in. We're talking streetlights. Casey Kasem. Worst dinner. I think he did. Bobby Brown, LL Cool J. Oh my God. We got a bum as a coach. What do you want? Is that what Tate just said? Yeah. Oh. Nobody picked up on my joke. (laughs) We got a bum as a coach. Is that what Tate just said? Yeah. Yeah. He still didn't pick it up. Oh, Oh, there goes Sheree. I got it. Sheree's like, I got it. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I got it. Here we are, live, keeping it 100 on a Wednesday night, talking all things other than the Bears tonight so far. Now, let's go back. Tyson, Bayesian, Shane. Well, I think you're it's important. right. The, I thought he was um, he was outstanding at the presser. I oh, yeah. No, he's. I don't think any of that part of it is too big for him at all. And, you know, I, Justin is the same way. You know, these guys can command a room and the the media pressure none of that seems too big for them but there's a definite split of people that are all in on justin fields that are nitpicking that are going to nitpick tice every little thing tyson bajant does to death and then then you get away you get away from rooting for the for your team for the bears and that's that's to me that's the shit that gets nauseating you know what I mean? It's just disappointing because the level of anxiety the Bears give us 
yeah. It's almost like people want to be a hater. And it's like, analyze it for what it is. Not give up on the guy after one drive, Ivan. Come on. We got to give it a little bit of time to see what this guy could do and how he's going to handle himself. That's where this Chicago Bears community needs to start being. And you get answers. Answers need to be had. And it's not like the coach has changed. It's like the coach and the culture. But if you start separating before it happens, or you just... Yeah, see, I don't agree with this from Gregory. You're one in five. You're dumb to go out and get another quarterback. You want to you get answers. This, yeah, you want, the, you want to see what this kid can do. That's, I mean, at one in five, it's the perfect time. And people just need to get over that that's... If you want Tyson Bajant to do well, that's not a shot at Justin Fields. And that this is this, you know, friggin' cycle that we're stuck in that they got to get yeah. out of. There's it's a definite, sad. There's a definite it's, split. It's it's like politics at this point. It's like, where is the common sense understand? I'm not saying there aren't. I just think the loudest and the biggest are the most ignorant. Yeah. And that's where we are as Bears fans. And it's like I room think for the Bears and the Chicago White Sox, like our poor guy in the green room over there. Seeing his, seeing his shirt. That poor guy. <laughs> Brandy Brown, really quick. For, and I appreciate all the work you guys do. It really is therapy dealing with the suffering we endure as being Bears fans. And I hear you. And I appreciate that kind comment. Tonight, we're bringing in another doctor. He's a doctor on NBC. And it's not Richard Gere. I'll tell you that. Although he might have the same pipes as him. I think this guy could do voiceovers for children's oh, yeah. stories. As well as, I don't know, entering a movie theater. And you hear Kenneth's voice with the previews. Like, He's going to voice the 30 boy. for 30 on the worst oh, head yeah. coach in Chicago Bears history. After we launch, flues yeah. to the fucking sun! <laughs> <laughs> on the next 30 for 30. I can hear Kenneth saying that. Eberflus, a coach who can't win <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. Let's get him out here. Bring him out. Uh, we are redoing all our intros. So I am going to do an intro for him on the fly. Cherie, he is from NBC Sports Under Center Podcast. You see him around. He's a friend of the show as well as in real life like we go away but we still maintain a friendship and a conversation he is a great human being number one number two husband and father i love this guy and i love when he hits the high notes when he comes on the show let's bring him out the man the myth kenneth Davis, there he uh, is. <laughs> I miss y'all, man. How y'all doing? All right, hey, how are you? I wonder how y'all was doing, man. I was like, man, 
Man. When they gonna reach out, because this is the time. I think we're but oddly I'm, I'm numb. I think we're oddly numb to it. Really, you know, that's the that's the thing. It's just it's the same old, same old, man. Mm-hmm. But it's sad. It's sad it is. that it is. you you hit it right there. You hit it right there, Shane. It's us. Yeah. This is what our family is about, yeah. right? Basically, and it's just how it goes. And as you as you were talking earlier. There's no need to wish hate on Tyson Bajan. No, I think, and, and you know what we we haven't had a conversation on Tyson Bajan of uh, the the three of us, right? Um, definitely was a guy that I was like, look, don't put him on the practice squad because I didn't want him to get cherry picked. If he's gonna get cherry picked, he seems like he could have something. Why not? Let's find out because we never know what's gonna happen here with quarterbacks, right? All right, so I'm not gonna root it. I, look, I'm be honest with y'all, and I was saying this. We were doing an interview. We were doing an interview today with a. Uh, with Vinny uh, Bond Sr. from uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I was saying this, to be honest, and usually I'd be like, man, let's just lose every game. And I'm not saying that they may not lose the large majority of the games moving forward, but I'm not even in that mood. I was having a debate with a coworker who was talking about lazy narratives and how Justin, and if they move off of Justin, that the narrative will be that he was the focus and that we're going to just party on and have another quarterback. And I said to that person, I said, listen, and you guys would know this. I said, if the Bears draft a quarterback this upcoming draft, we will not celebrate like we did the night that we drafted no, Justin. Because it true. it doesn't, it won't feel the same. No. Like it it was cathargic what with what, what Justin was here. This would feel like, are we gonna about mess this kid up too to a yeah, certain degree? Exactly. It'll 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 exactly. defer to, to cautious optimism. Yes, it's not gonna be it won't be pure elation like it was no when they made the move up for Justin, and that's the that's the it's thing, a right negligence there. in the coaching department. I've said that I know I hate to pound my chest here, but it's like I'm telling you this and I'm saying it. It's the most important position for the Bears because they've not gotten it right. And thus, what comes out of that? A steaming pile of shit happens to you can't make chicken salad out of it. That's just what it is. And, and this coach continues to to in, you know say things and lie and get caught in lies and mumble backwards. And it's just you don't think the locker room he feels like bold faced lied after the game on Sunday. Yes. And then he came right out and did it again today, twice. And I'm twice. I'm like, well, why are you lying? What is there to lie about at this point? I mean, you're an embar- you sunk below Mark Tressman. That's your achievement as a head coach. Let that part, that part sink in. That part, that part right there. That yeah. part where, because I mean, even if you look at it with Tressman, and it's funny. Um, I forgot which team did it recently. Um, we're talking about why did they give? I got mad. I was on the radio at the time when they announced they gave Jay the extension and just instead of giving him the franchise tag, because it was yeah. like, look, keep him for another year, but find out if you can get along. But when they announced the extension on air, Seven year deal. I was, I was vehement. Like, what the hell are you, what, what are you doing? Um, I've been drastically disappointed. I did hear this yesterday, to be honest with you. Um, Jim and head coach don't necessarily uh, see eye to eye when it comes to, the pro personnel that gets dropped up in there, which is a ranking when you think about what the hell are y'all doing up there. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, and this is more of a systemic bears thing. I'm tired of everybody being brand new to their position that they're getting hired for. Yeah, And we all, 
we come in here because we love yep. this organization. Um, we love the fact that we have this community and we all want to, because none of us, we, think about it. If any of us were alive, we were kids when they won the Super Bowl, right? I mean, right. young as hell. Young as hell. We've never as grown grownups, no. let alone grownups with kids that you want to experience something with, had the opportunity to be like, this is why we love this so much. You know what I'm saying? It's right. basically, it's been futile for, for the most part. But you can't come in with a rookie head coach, a rookie first-time play caller, a rookie first-time defensive call, play caller, a rookie general manager. Everyone can't be brand and, new on the job. And it's all led by an inept owner. Right. Let, oh yeah, just, that no, some somebody has to be the adult in the room. And when I mean adult, did this before. You know, yeah. like some someone has to be, and not someone burnt out like you pulled out John Fox, and John Fox should have had a year off. John Fox was going for that yeah. bread, and, and there's nothing wrong with get your money. I'm never gonna hate on you. If someone's offering you a bag, sure. go ahead and go ahead and take your bag. But everything that he had to deal with John Elway in Denver, he needed a, a, a second before yeah. he jumped yeah. back in it. But he didn't know if he was gonna get another opportunity, so he took it back. And again, I'm not upset with him, but as an ownership, you need to know, like, hold up, y'all. This guy probably needs a break, and it's just it's compounded. It's it's just it keeps well, I going. I want to take it, keeps... it a step further, Ken, Go ahead. because I've Go been ahead. saying, and you're right. I've been saying we had Chris Zorich. He was talking about the same thing. He's tired of these first year or the roll of the dice on a coordinator. He lived it with Wani. He called Wani out for what he was as a head coach, and like people are fired up, former players and. I think it also goes back to what Shane said with McCaskey. There's zero personality. They're afraid of the Mike Tomlin of the world that will tell them to get the fuck out of the way. This is how it's done. And this a leader of men like mm -hmm. Ditka was is so intimidating to them. They let Bruce Arians walk out of the fucking building. And he's like, I have to fucking go in mock interview. I just won coach of the year and took my team that had no chance. And he thought he had the job. He thought he, he had thought it. He, yeah. This is the problem. Men aren't being like personality. Plus, look at the pattern. Dick Durant, Lovey Smith, say what you want about Mark fucking Tressman, Matt Nagy, are th now this dumpster fire. Do they exuberate the kind of confidence in, in personality that a head coach of the Chicago Bears needs? I had a fan, Ben Ricketts, I'll give him credit. He said, George McCaskey, Ted Phillips wouldn't hire George Hallis to mm. be the head coach wow. of the Bears. And if you sit that's back, a and about, that's that a good is, one. That's yeah. a mic that's drop a good one. That's a right there, right? That's 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 a good one. And that's the pro, like that's a. I would say that's thirty percent of the problem, and the the seventy percent is what you're talking about. Like a veteran, he's done this before. He comes in the bill. He knows what he wants. He's not. Hey, Johnny, do you know any good offensive coordinator? Well, there's this. Wide receiver coach in Green Bay. He's a really good guy. He knows he knows his exes and come on. This is the Bears. It's the fucking Bears. This isn't well, it goes back to the to our 
t-shirt that we put out you know the performance over politics and oh, yeah politics have always reigned supreme here and i said you know it whatever you can think what you want about ryan polls and the, and the whole issue but i can't escape the fact that kind of like to your point first time gm his agent trace armstrong mm-hmm. head coach first trace armstrong and now you know the, this <laughs> guy phil snow that they just brought in <clears throat> i've been trying to look to see but he's He's connected. Who is the who is Carolina's head coach that they Matt Rule? Matt Rule, Nebraska's coach now. Yep, and he's been connected to to Matt Rule, and Matt Rule's agent is Trace, Trace Armstrong. And the, it's Trace just listen. Armstrong. You want if you wanted this is the crazy thing. Now remember <laughs> when the rumor was perhaps they was going to give the job to Trace Trace Armstrong. Trace yeah. Armstrong, exactly. Uh, okay, How's, I'm going to give you this job, but what about this Trace? So like I can make more money if I get my guys up in the building rather right. than spending all that time and energy having to run an organization that's inept, right? And you fell for the banana, the banana in the tailpipe again. And it's just look, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, Phil. I don't care if you are rah rah. You can be the coach down there with the Dolphins. I know we wouldn't do it now. A lot of people now like poo poo Bill Belichick coming to the Bears or whatever. You can be, if you're great at what you do, I don't care about, as long as you're not an evil person that we find out about, I don't really give a damn um, how you, I just want great, like, why can't we have greatness from the head coaching position? Because the the thing is this, if you get greatness from the head coach's position, that's 10 to 15 years of chances to be in the playoffs, which is 10 to 15 years of chance to contend. Yeah. And you may only hit twice, but two Super Bowls are a hell of a lot more than I've had in my adult life. And I've been an adult for a minute. All yeah. right. Like it's it's <laughs> and it's it's like, dude, it's like, why do why do we do it? Um, I, it's just going into this year, none of us, we all knew that they may revert to the mean. But we thought the mean may be about six to seven victories, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. where you should be after you added the shit that you added, right? Right. You're worse than you were last year with better players, yeah. which is another problem because those guys last year were guys that was trying to stay in the league. These guys right now got bread in their pockets yeah. and they're they're tuning you out. The halftime right. adjustments, where have they been at? That was one of the things where. Listen, take away the halftime adjustments from last year and the fact that they really didn't quit to the last week of the season. I would have been like, uh, been like Eberflus can go. Like, so, like, again, it's just, it's maddening that we're sitting here. Um, it's maddening that we never get it right. We never get it right. It's never, again, like, because I'm, I'm hiring an outside firm to help you. And, Here's Ernie Accordi and aging Bill. That's Pony. the thing right there. What, what happens Good if old boy network? What do you what happens doing? if Kevin Warren comes down and swings the big stick and everybody's gone? And then yep. two days later, we hear that they've hired a search firm. Then I'm that's done messed, with that's Kevin messed. Warren. Then why that, do we bring in Kevin exact, Warren? And the point was the him. connections. Exactly. The, the point was to finally have someone who knows who's. Who's the coordinator that's really coming up that people are looking for? Who's right. the guy that's prepared to take? Who are the scouts? You know what I'm saying? Like, if th- th- look, you just, man, Shane, I swear, uh, you just hit me with something I hadn't even thought about. 
if that was to happen, yeah, that that would that would that would just it would be so on point. That's my point, and this is what I've been been bringing up, and it's it's hard to even talk about. Listen, I I know Zorich has talked to Phil and I, and he's I don't think you'll mind me saying this that said that Kevin is a no nonsense. He seems like it cutthroat yeah. dude. If it's if you're not doing what I want, get the fuck out of my house. That and I hope it is. I said I I just I am going to be able to tell a whole lot at the end of season presser. Because I can't get up there and I can't have these forced words of, you know, synergy and mm-hmm. cohesion. And what was the one that we put the ding to every time, Phil? What was um, that one? Um, um, collaboration. Regression. Collaboration and regression. That's my point. Those were the two seasons. Kenneth, let's just say the Bears win three games again. And, and Carolina wins one game and the Bears are drafting... One and two or two three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and their answer is to let Eberflus and Poles have their guy. It, then it's over before it starts. Well, listen. Um <laughs> cannot I'm do not, that. I'm not Mr. Call for a person's job. Oh, I am. I, yeah, I know. I guess I'm just saying me. Gone, I'm just yeah. saying me. But yeah. you can't bring Matt Eberflus back. Can't. And the excuse, yeah. the excuse of it can fall on Luke Getzey is not enough. This is yeah. through the whole coaching staff. I'm, I'm the only reason totally that I'm like, only reason that I'm like, and this you brought it up already. Only reason I'm kind of like, okay, uh, Ryan Pose, you could kind of hang around, is because Kevin should have his, you know what's, yeah. because it's like, dude, I'm giving you a chance. You mess this up, <clears throat> you're, you're, but basically, I'm in control. You know, like you're like, um, this is more of me. But I also say this, and again, while we're coming up with hypotheticals, what if the Bears tell Kevin Warren they want to bring in a, a search firm? And then that and then that tells us he doesn't have the power that we think he has. Yeah. That right. You know, well then he should fucking quit the job. He right should, there. he should after he leaving the big ten. What's the point of even being here? Yeah, but you exactly. know what you, you never know who you get in bed with until something messed up right. happens. That's right. No, you know, you're you never know until you, that's how you. And I, we, look, we all have fabulous women in our lives. You don't know until some real stuff happens, and you're like, I can really depend on you, or I can trust you that that person can. Like, for instance, you guys, you guys are friends. I'm sure you yeah. guys have had some some heated arguments, yeah. but in having those arguments and being honest with each other, it was a new understanding in that. Like, you know what? Yeah, we get past it. That's my guy. Whatever. We moving on. And right. I would hope. I, I, I would hope that would be the, the nature of what's taking place on the business wise. They don't have to be buddies. I'm talking about the McCaskies and Kevin Warren, but I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just tired. It's too early in the year. Like, dude, I'm walking out. I'm, walk, me, I'm walking out in the garage yesterday, and Josh and I stopped. I'm like, dude, I don't want to talk about the draft right now. Like, I, I really, I really don't. It's not. It's not fun. It's Still eleven up. more games left. Eleven. And we just had this conversation today, Phil me. and I did on the phone. Yeah. I'm like, "There's eleven yeah. more, eleven more of these, man." And I said, "It's that's all you think about from January or February well, until it kicks off." Bears. Oh, that's what we. Oh, we got to get back. Got football season back, and now you got eleven more of these left. And you're right. like, "They're so inept. They make you right. not care." Mike oh. V has a point. I mean, this is a thing with us in this region. Stop giving them your bread. 
Just yeah. facts. Like if someone's not doing something, listen, I we all do this. Go to a store and they disrespect you. How often do you go back to that yeah. store? You like look, right. and I, it may not make you close, but you're not getting my money. You know what right. I'm saying? Like yeah. it may look, hey, you may be continue to be successful. Guess what? It won't be with my funds. Um, I'm just man, I'm I won't even the- say I'm flabbergasted. Shane hit it. Um, I'm numb. Yeah. Because it's like, here we go again. And but it's just to, like to use your store analogy, Kenneth. That's the thing. And you know, I I can remember when my son was born, and Ela said to me, You gotta let him pick his own sports scenes. I'm like, no, 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 no. That that that's a I've been waiting my whole life to force my sports addiction onto my son <laughs> no he's not picking shit you know what i mean <laughs> yes yes so my son is a rabid bears fan now but now you know i my only solace is i use it as a teaching moment i'm like riley we are bad but you know what we're not running from that we're gonna stay loyal that's part of being you know all of his buddies are running around and Chief Warriors shirts, jerseys and and Mahomes jerseys and you know exactly. stuff like that and they're they're switching it up every year and I'm like we we ain't those guys that's not the way that it goes. Well, I have but, to break out the Hardball Christmas album again. <laughs> well, get into it. He's at the he's, he's on the top be, of our he's list. Gotta, he's on the top Harbaugh. of my list. Is he for on yours? Seventeen Kenneth? years. Listen, oh yeah, definitely. And I'll say this. The best part is he may win it this year. Yeah, also, yeah. check check me out on NBC's Big Ten Country. But he may actually <laughs> he may actually I check mean, him now, out because because uh, with that now you're because I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I think uh, Georgia has to lose, but Michigan I think may be that team this year. This year, all right. I think the cream of the Big Ten, the cream of the Big Ten can play maybe with everybody. I, I'm a Drew Aller guy. He, he's not ready yet, but Penn State's defense is crazy, all right? Yes. But, I'm, yeah, because I'm, uh, I always say this, too, when you bring up that point, Shane. I go to Pete Carroll leaving USC. You know one of the reasons I love when Pete Carroll left USC? Because he had been scouting all those high school kids. And look at the drafts that Seattle had, though, yeah. that year he got there in the next few years. He had yeah. been scouting all those players since high school. So you're bringing in someone who who knows everyone out there on that lower level. So Harbaugh has been sca- Harbaugh was sca- look at how quickly the 49ers took off. But Harp, like yeah, I'm, I would have no problem. And also, you know what I would love about it? He's gonna want so much control. Like he's the type of guy where listen, Ryan Pace, you're gonna basically do what I want to do, or you need to go now. Pulls, pulls. Yeah, thank you. I've been doing that this week. Oh, I've been, I don't know Poles. why I've heard it. But he's going to basically tell Ryan Poles, look, and he should because he's been there. Yeah. These are the guys that I want, you know, saying for my program. And if you're not going to necessarily go along with the way that I want it, if we're not going to have the same relationship that Veach has with with Andy Reid and whoever else has been a general manager down there at Kansas City, then because you know they're going with what the Reid wants. Yeah, they may have the better idea they're scouting, but they need to fit the system. You're out. I I have no problem. I because I don't know who else is really out there to be well, honest. With you. I don't want to do the first. I thought about this exact scenario today, mm-hmm. and I know that we talked about a first-time guy, but I, I've always had a hunch on this guy. He's not hasn't been a head coach yet, but I think he's going to end up being a home run, no matter who gets him, and he's been bouncing around, and that's Josh McCown. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a good. 
Because he, he almost was Houston. He was almost Houston. Well, that's in it's very quarterback driven. And I think he's going to be a guy Good that obviously knows man. the league. He's going to know everybody everywhere in terms of connections to bring man. in and build a staff. So that that to me is the very interesting name that I think has been in the league, is is in the league right now, is working with Bryce Young. And there's Rick Spielman. I don't know if you he's he does a, a podcast um every week and he they're talking about stuff. And there's been a lot, you know, David Tepper's been in the news quite a bit, Carolina's owner. Mm-hmm. And now word is that he David Tepper got the quarterback that he wanted, Bryce not Young. that the coaching staff and the front office wanted. It wasn't the quarterback I would have taken. I was go. I was all CJ Stroud. I'm beyond. And I'm not I'm saying, with you. Phil was with R- Bryce, but I'm Bryce. Yeah, I don't. It's Phil. It's it's. If you look at what he did in college, yes, I, I'm gonna tell you my flaw. I can't go undersized quarterback. I can't. Oh, I'm I just know, being that, honest with you. That's the thing. I, I can't. And, and look, so. I, I just for me, I will lose and sometimes you will lose like that. Right. I, I would know as a general manager that you there may be someone special that I would miss out on, but I I, I and that's the only reason why with Bryce Young is just like, you know what? I'm out, I'm gonna go with this kid because his measurables are, are are well and it seemed like he knew what he was doing at Ohio State. I just it's the same with Kyler Murray, and then this is the point before we knew Kyler Murray was immature, but the same thing where I'm it's a fear for me, to be honest with you. When it comes to that, yeah, you got to have the offensive line. You do, you do. You got to build do. that. But I the, still just, will see. Like he wasn't that small. Uh, straight smoke. He was Rex wasn't uh five ten. No, and right. There ain't right. no. I'll tell you what. Well, Kenneth, you watch Alabama like I do. Bryce Young was never two hundred and four pounds at any point at Alabama. Never, ever, ever, one seventy four, maybe, 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 yeah. and. Again, look, it's not, dude. He had to whip down there too. All right, and but yeah. again, that that was my fear. And I, I for this draft, this draft just passed. My number one quarterback was CJ Stroud. I was yeah. like, if I was going to take one, and then I watch him at times. I'm like, why can't Mines do that? Yeah. Um, but that was my that was my number one quarterback. That's um, the and word. Then, that's the word is that Tepper. Mm-hmm. And Tepper a, made the pick. That Tepper made the pick. Front office and coaching staff. We have We're, video of them. So, so I don't well, know. They were so all in there. Then there's that. this also that Carolina's whole crew went to Tuscaloosa to meet with Saban to talk about Bryce Young. And when it was go time for the actual meeting with Saban, Tepper had his whole crew with him. Tepper walked into the door first and closed it behind him. What's the so, point of hiring those people then? So that's the but but this this happens with and I'm glad they're inept down there. I hope it falls apart and I hope they they don't win a game in Carolina this year. Oh, of course we don't. We right. definitely don't want them to win not one stinking game this season. But it's this? yeah, go ahead. What Jacob Schroba, 499. I gotta get some of these super chats. F it. Draft both Williams and May. What do you gotta lose? Just kidding, but what do you guys yeah. think? Uh, do you have to lose? We have never picked the right quarterback. Are you off of Justin Fields here, Kenneth, or is the chaos of coaching kind of putting 
the difficult uh, to anal analyze it. Shane and I have taken a lot of heat because we've been like in the middle here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Fields has his warts. Mm -hmm. And when you criticize him, it becomes a, a racial thing where on our network, it's like this. Uh, if I thought Bryce Young was a better college quarterback, this has nothing to do with anything of that. And it seems you got, like you guys need to stop being racial. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was it, the thing that we were we, it, we said, if we had racist. the number one pick, you'd take Caleb <laughs> Williams. And they're like, you're it, racist. You don't like Justin. I'm like. Oh, I got today. I don't like white quarterbacks on Twitter yeah. today. I found oh, that amusing. You got the opposite. Like Ken doesn't like Ken doesn't like white quarterbacks. Ken don't like white quarterbacks. Okay. Ken right. likes you any. Should have said I don't. Mike Glennon is fucking horrible. Like that's what you should any said. quarterback that's going to win. That's what we're trying but, to see. I'll be, you know what? This is the thing. Let me tell y'all this. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't even matter who I like because you know what? The person I'm, I who I may like may not be able to withstand whatever fuckery takes place here. Yeah. It may yeah. be someone. That it listen, it may be, and again, this wouldn't happen. It may be injury prone, Michael Penix Jr., yeah. right? Like, right. because I'm a Bears fan, so you know what that means? It means I know Ditley squad about quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's damn near what it, and again, I'm joking because I've I watched the league, I don't just watch the Bears, but still, it's one of those things. Look, if I have a preference, um, I will probably lean towards Caleb, but Caleb has footwork issues. Where it's just sometimes like, yo, you can't live like that all the time. But the special traits that he has, it interests me. But I'll say this too. And this is a new kind of thing. I'm moving closer to being like damn near how the league is going. You almost got to be six. Six two may be the the, the 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 limit. But if you code at six one, I may pass. But I, again, I don't like undersized quarterback. And I'm not saying Caleb is undersized, but I, I really prefer six three and up. If I'm being honest with you, that's for my you quarterback, are. that's where I'm. I'm just just it, it, because dog. These compared to even when we were younger, these linemen are huge. They're huge, and I know, I know, Phil. You're talking about throwing lanes and everything like that. Sometimes I need a guy that that lane may not be open, and he can go over the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you right. you just never you. They're too fast. You know what I'm saying? Like these these aren't the linemen we grew up with. No. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're too quick. They're too. Think about the interior linemen. Like, dude, you got guys that are in the interior that are six five that can penetrate like they're six one. You know, like it's it's so getting back to the quarterback thing. Oh, getting back all the way to what you're saying. So Justin, yeah, Justin, Justin holds on to the ball way too long. Justin, that injury was on Justin. Mm -hmm. 6.9 right. seconds. That, that when Justin, when the new when the Neil Hunter. When Daniel Hunter tackled it before that, but when Daniel Hunter tackled him, I said he's not gonna make it to the end of this game. Yeah, this is one of those games he's going out because he was taking hits. And DJ and Moore was wide open on the curl. He was. He wide sure open. was. He sure. Yeah. He sure was. But it also, and again, when we knew Comet. Comet was wide open. DJ was too. DJ. DJ was too. DJ wide was open. Too. Yeah. Um, just like when um when Darnell Mooney came open, but he started to. This was in the red zone. He started to. Run up into the pocket, climb the pocket, ready to run. Um, and then the lineman. I know Brian Flores was going to throw the kitchen sink at him, but still, some of the mistakes that those offensive linemen made was criminal. Yeah, um, and Cody, well, Cody's been being Cody was spraying all fields, and he had been doing that. But this game, it was even more apparent where it was like, yeah, Cody's being Cody. Um, but getting to Justin, it gets to the point where it's like, 
can he get fixed here? But I also, I like Justin. You guys remember prior to the draft, I said that Ryan Pace was going to do whatever he had to do to get Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of, because Chicago stinks, I want him to find a, a place where he can perhaps find out who he truly is as a quarterback. So, mm-hmm. I, it, it, but I, I'll say this. The last couple of games, it made me feel like, because I was ready to move off of Justin. I'm just going to be honest with you. But the last couple of games prior to this injury, I was like, yo, I want to see how this plays out because if he can go through the fire here in Chicago and win from the pocket, not how he won last year, mm-hmm. win from the pocket and show us that, this may be interesting even if his contract doesn't line up with how long it's going to take for this team to contend. We may have that guy now, and it may be like, you know what? The contract doesn't line up, but this may be the guy because we never have a guy. Um, if he's out, If he's out – four to five games, I really – I mean, do you know how spectacular – and it wouldn't just be spectacular like it's a flash. It would be spectacular like, yo, I don't know if I've seen this before, that he would have to be for me to move off of being like, it may be time to move off of this but, this, this situation. But here's the question, and this is where it gets interesting. You're not getting Caleb Williams if you don't have the number one pick. You're not. That's You're not. So You're then, not. It, then it becomes – at number two, whoever is there, if they, if they need a quarterback, they're going to take Drake May. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I am on record. I'm not moving off of Justin for Drake May. I'm saying that for me right now. I, I am in the opposite. Yeah, but, I am not. Listen, but, why is that dude? Why is that dude my dude? What? <laughs> I haven't said that. But again, I see... I see why people like Drake May, and I think Drake May may be a hell of an NFL quarterback. My and and, oh, and my own love there. There's there's a ton. There's a, a lot. Ton. That I think is he's he six be a, two, Kenneth. I, I want to know. No, it's six, not. It's six, not. Yeah. No, no. He he height wise, he fits. He's he fits the bill. He's, he's in the watching Kenneth. him. Who did I see? Uh, he I forgot which Big Ten ten, uh, Big Ten team they played this year at the beginning of the season. Um, that he carved up. Um, but no, it's but the thing with him is. I think, and we got, because this is the debate that we've been having, and that's why someone said on Twitter what they said about me, because um, Josh was talking about there's two elite quarterbacks in his draft, and I was like, or special, I think he said special, and I said, yeah. there's a difference between special and elite, there's one special guy, mm-hmm. there may be a couple or a few elite guys in this draft, if they ended up and they failed to Drake May, and then, and Drake May proved to be right, I wouldn't be upset um, having Drake May, but your point, Shane, is... I don't know. I don't know how much, and this isn't a knock on this guy because his head coach is terrible. I don't know how much Justin Herbert is in Drake May. And when I'm saying That's that is a like, comp. That's my but comp. see, but but see, this is my thing, That's Phil. Justin Herb Justin Herbert physically Shane can be didn't the, like Justin Herbert coming out. Me and him but look, that debate. But listen, I wasn't That's I wasn't nice. doing, but but that was a, that was more of an Oregon. Oregon. Thing. Yes, that's that. how they. If you, and then, if you remember that last year, they kind of told him they didn't really want him running or whatever. Right. And if you got. And it's funny when you brought up the Tepper thing, Shane. It made me think of Brian Flores versus the front office with yeah. Herbert Tua. And if we're being, if we're being honest, Herbert still would have been better than drafting Tua, even if Tua stays healthy this season. But my my only issue is, and I know that Herbert's wide receivers continue to get hurt, even though if you drafted Mike Williams and you knew coming out of Clemson type of neck injuries that he had there, that's going to come with the territory, to be honest with you. But one thing about Herbert that I don't know, I don't know if Herbert has that special that 
Of course, baby goat. That ba- that baby goat has. All right. <laughs> and I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. That special that we we Brady's gone, but of course that the special baby that at time, the special that we see someone like uh, 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 Joe Burrow has the special that, and it, it comes and goes at times that we, we, but we've seen Josh Allen have it. You know what I'm saying? Where I think physically, because again, physically, Justin Herbert may be the best quarterback in the league, right? Like arm strength wise, him and Josh Allen, and I'm I'm a Patrick Mahomes guy. They can't spin it like Patrick Mahomes, but arm strength wise, these guys are ridiculous when you're looking at their arm strength. So that's where with me, I look at the fact that the Bears always need more, Phil. And that's leans me more to Caleb because I'm like, look, oh, for instance, I'm, a, I'm a Caleb is the Jordan of the draft 15 years. I've not seen a quarterback like this. Okay. I, okay. People came at me with the Notre Dame game. I'm like, one game does not make a quarterback. I go every quarterback. And then I brought up Patrick Mahomes at Texas mm-hmm. Tech throwing four picks in a game. Tom Brady in the NFL through four. It's going to happen. That's football. You're going to get your number plugged, and it's a team game. Right. Caleb does things that I envy. So I have never. He's my. He's Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes together. Mm-hmm. Good point. That's Great point. the kind of fucking accuracy, anticipate. Then he can create out of the pocket and do things. That are just silky smooth with here's ball plays, man. I mean, it's amazing. Here's amazing. the interesting rub, and this is, I think, a continuation of what we're talking about that we have to to look at. Yeah, we brought up two coaches in Harbaugh and Josh McCown. Now, I have one coach I'd like to throw into this. I don't know if it would ever happen, uh, but yeah, one but coach. Could I put him out? Kyle Whittingham of Utah to get him out of Utah. This is one of the best coaches. Utah, fundamentally, this football team always competes. They're so well coached. He is a great coach. I don't know if he'll ever leave. Right. But, but that but guy would be on my list of people is, that Kevin Warren can get that maybe somebody else couldn't get that I hope he could. What we have to look at is let's just say they fired everybody yes the coaching staff tomorrow I'm saying. front office stays kevin warren says hey yeah ryan i'm gonna keep you on i'm gonna give you a, a you know a little bit more of a leash so they go out and harbaugh is the guy and harbaugh's coming in with power but mm-hmm. you also have the number one pick in the draft but harbaugh says i don't want a rookie quarterback I love everything that Justin Fields brings to the table, and I know he has warts, but that's why you're bringing me here. Because I, can I fix trust that. Harbaugh 100%. You have but to. That's the interesting part of all this. And I saw somebody in the chat say, Oh, Shane's just saying that because he's a huge Fields guy. I am a Fields fan, but I'll move off. If we have the number one pick in the draft, I have no problem if the Bears draft Caleb Williams and replace Justin Fields. My point is. It's going to be interesting. Is Harbaugh going to come here with a rookie quarterback? And I'm not so sure he's going to. He might. He, I he did it. Know. He did. He, he look. He did it with with with, with uh, what's his name? Um, damn, was it Alex Colin, Colin. No, he did Alex it with uh, yeah. Colin. They had, they had Remember, Alex Smith though. 
but again, it was one of those. Yeah. It, it looks Alex Smith got Alex, Alex Smith aside. the same way he did in Kansas City. Yeah. He got Alex yeah. Smith. I look, Shane, I'll say that's an interesting thing. I would say this though, Shane. But you got three big three big ten guys there too that are very Kevin Harbaugh, Kevin, and, Harbaugh Justin. and Justin being I'm just I'm just throwing this out there because yeah, I, no. we have to look at every single avenue and you can't look at just Justin's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that that all has to be well, taken I want to say consideration. this. But then, that then the contract part comes up. I know how to fix Justin Fields. I've said it for the last two years. It's power run game, action off of it, and common sense football. Phil fits Jim Harbaugh to a T that he would be able to do this. The fact that you're in the gun, it, it's third. Dude, don't get me start. Don't get you're me in started. The gun, you're in the gun. You're in Dude. the gun. It's you're in my head. Ridiculous. How? I'm sorry. Go how ahead. The, how Go how ahead. the fuck? All yeah. right. And you know I don't come on here cursing that often. Are you in a short yardage situation? Right. And look, I hate it with proficient offenses, but you're right. not a proficient offense. You're exactly. in a short yarded situation and you go in the gun when your damn run game was semi working and you needed a yard to give your quarterback more bites at the apple and to continue to jail and keep the offense going. It was not go for it time. It was get the first. So we get three more bites at the damn apple. That, that area, that's like, you know what the, you know what that is akin to a fast break, right? And the, the lane is open. I get into the paint and I throw it out to somebody on the arc. That isn't Steph Curry. And they bounce the damn thing off the rim. Exactly. That's the stats. And it, it it's maddening. When you see that, it's like this is common sense football, all right? Either get your ass an I-form, all right, or QBs tushy push it and get the damn one yard. Do not play around with the screen pass out of the shotgun. Triple. Like, oh, oh my goodness. That's, That's where it gets infuriating, to say the least. But then, again, real quick, um, I'll say this to Shane's point. Boy, you be coming up with some stuff. Um, I think I think this will be the thing if Harbaugh was the guy. I think it's the we have to then look at Shane. How much of this roster does Harbaugh believe mm-hmm. he can't? It fits what he wants to do in the pros yeah. because Harbaugh may be like, you know what? This may be a, a three year type of deal oh, here. Absolutely, if and that is. may need that may need him to reshuffle paying Justin. Be like polls you. You signed a tight end that fucking is a pussy. There you How? go. Waiting for this. Well, let me get some. Let me get some Jalen stuff too while we up in here too. <laughs> oh, Jalen like, Carter, yeah. Mr. No, no, not Jalen Carter. Jalen oh. Johnson. No, 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 don't let me get on the Jalen Carter boy because I didn't have epic Jalen Carter rants about three oh or four my weeks. God. I know right. Jim Harbaugh would not appreciate Cole Komet. He'd be the first to go. Maybe they use him. I don't even know how they use them. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, listen. Well, let, let's ask this, Kevin. Just, we should go through the rock. Yeah. DJ Moore, remove being impartial. One. What is, if you're digging down into your gut real deep, what do you think happens? If you're looking in the Kenneth Davis, Davis crystal ball. What do you feel like is going to happen at the end of the year 
in Chicago? What's going to be the the path that they take? If things remain the same as far as victories, and let's just say they have one to two more victories than last season. So I'm Mm -hmm. saying maybe they get to five victories. Um, My gut would be that the coaching staff is gone. That's what my gut would tell me. I I would hope that Ryan Poles is smart enough to know you need to get rid of this head coach. It's just the truth of the matter. Part of the reason, this is the thing, part of the reason that it was like, all right, you bringing in this this defensive coordinator was he was supposed to have that defense pumping. Now, this is on Ryan Poles, too, because you guys brought in, you brought in Chase Claypool, right? You brought in Nate Davis. And again, sorry for the death of Nate Davis family. But we all know that if Mike Grable doesn't want him, it's the same as Mike Tomlin not wanting Chase Claypool. There's a reason behind it. And you told us that there's only some people that, you know, we can't bring anybody in here because the hits principle and, you know, to kind of have the tenor that we need in this locker room. And these are vets that already have been used to doing whatever the hell they want to do. But you couldn't go out and get a kid who had messed up and you may have been able to mold that clay. And if not, after four years, you move off of them. And at, during that four years, listen, let's not forget, like when people, I remember like people compare, comparing Jalen Carter to Albert Hainsworth. Wasn't nothing wrong with Albert Hainsworth after his second year in Tennessee. It's after he went to Washington and stole that there was a problem with Albert Hainsworth. He got paid, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, no, you, you bring that troublemaker in, you use him. If he doesn't learn how to get his act together, do, do you, do we not all not remember sometimes where, there were some alarm bells with Roquan. Roquan still in the league got paid by the Ravens. There's been a few guys that we've seen. Anybody that's a Bulls fan, I look, I remember I wanted, I wanted um Joe Kim Noah. And I thought Joe Kim Noah, it was gonna take longer for him to get his act together. I remember when he got suspended when uh Ben Wallace and, and uh Adrian Griffin wanted him suspended longer. And I was like, he's gonna mess up two more times. He really never messed up real really big after that, right? Guys can learn to learn what the program is about. But you sat there, and I'm getting back to Matt Eberflus, and Matt Eberflus should have been pounding the table for his own life. The thing is, and again, this is um, a hypothetical. Our, I, I really feel like our feelings on this team would be different if they drafted Jalen Carter, because I think that really? defense would be, I think that defense would be different. And I'm not saying they would be world beaters, but I'm saying from that pocket collapse up the middle, and also I'm saying that that I, I will hold. Would he Justin has, be paralyzed at this point with no right tackle? No, 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 no. The point, but no, no. Keep that. Keep what you keep yeah. that same energy, though, Shane. Yeah. Because they would have more bites at the apple, and the, they would. <laughs> oh, be, I get it. Yeah. They, they would be flipping the field so much easier, and we could actually see coaching defenses if Matt Eberflus was really worth a damn. But you, they have no pressure up front. Like that's Listen, like yeah. you. Here's where you're. They turn around and they draft this kid from fucking Florida, who yeah. Dexter Junior. I mean, Dexter, yeah. Uh, I had so many, I was like devastated. Like, who is this kid just doesn't have it? It wasn't the scheme. Yes, he's had some moments or whatever at Florida, and I'm just not seeing it translate here. I love the kid from USC, Thule. And he could have played three tech for you too. I I see what you're saying too. Like, but I think he goes to a place that's perfect for him and that's why I, you know what i'm saying i, I okay let me push back on that i'm gonna tell you so now <laughs> let's I, I like that we're having this conversation 
I'm talking about a guy that, in particular, interior of the defensive line, that's about want as far as yeah. consistency. That's why, to be honest with you, and I, uh, um, we had her power on our show last year before the draft, and we were talking about it. Her. And uh, yeah, me too. Josh and I, the, the thing is, when people really go off interior defensive linemen, one, their share life is 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 short. He, Aaron Donald is a crazy outlier, the craziest outlier of outliers. When you're talking about oh to have a God. decade, to have a decade from the interior where you're getting sack numbers like an edge rusher, that's ridiculous. And usually guys get beat up and they don't last that long. Jim so I'm Flanagan, looking at eleven sacks that season, then right. no more. Right. Right. It, it, exactly. Right. It's a flash. Like, even if we really looked at like Warren Sapp's prime years, it's yeah. going to be shorter than what you think. They may be some blips or whatever. We grew up here watching John Randall. Now, John Randall John was, 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 was nice for a long period of time. But the point the point still was being that <laughs> this offense needed a three technique. Right. Defense. One, yes. Thank you. Thank you. This defense needed a three. One fell to you at nine that you had a built in excuse to be like draft value wise. He was at nine. He was a bust for the most part. We would have dissed him, but we all would have been like, yo, you kind of had to do that now. And I'm not saying that Darnell Wright may not be become a decent right tackle, but this is where the calculus with Ryan Pose and Ian Cunningham fails me. You force fed me Braxton Jones, right? A fifth round pick. You've told me that you can find the best offensive lineman on the offense, the left tackle, in the fifth round, right? But then your calculus tells me you have to get a right tackle in the top 10. But you just told me you can find a tackle anywhere in the damn draft because Braxton Jones has had no competition. But one, you tell me all the time this is about competition. How is it about competition if you guys pick and choose who never gets any competition. And if you would have given Braxton Jones competition, only thing we would have asked for is someone who could be as good, if not better, or effing swing tackle. You don't even have a swing tackle. You messed up Borum, not to say that, it, but Borum was a, a world killer. You tried to do the same thing to Tevin Jenkins, right? Yeah, you tried to do the He should be playing left tackle, Tevin. He should, look, he should, feel, he should be playing some tackle. Regardless exactly. of whichever side it is, I agree be, with you. Like, it, totally it's, it's, agree. It's, but then you tell me this is the thing where it comes to the front. You told me this is what you were great at for real. This is what, yo, we, this was the equivalent of Green Bay being like, yo, we do this with quarterbacks, right? We draft them, we find them. Well, if you're telling me you do this offensive <laughs> lineman, failure. But again, all the way to my initial point, if they were getting penetration, like the Bears got good DBs, they're not staying healthy. They got good DBs. If they was getting penetration, this defense would be different. Y'all did nothing with the front four. And I'm talking about Ryan Poles here. You did nothing up front. People were getting upset with me talking about Terrell Lewis. I was like, just, it's like, dude, I get, I understand that we all love our depth guys and we see it. But let's be honest about game records in the NFL. They don't have them. They don't how so how how's the defense supposed to work if the quarterback can stand in the pocket and do whatever the hell he wants? And of course, usually when you're running a cover two, you're not pressuring and blitzing like that. You know what I'm saying? Most cover two co uh, coordinators slash head coaches don't want to send the blitz that often, right? That's so why you got the wrong you got the wrong coach? Because I'm not I, I'm not I'm not going to debate you, you got on the that. wrong scheme. This is a different NFL. <laughs> it is. Everybody's playing cover two, but everybody, to your point, and those of you that are saying Kenneth's wrong, it's up for debate. I, 
if you are playing Tampa two, then you are saying we're going to win with our four, our four down linemen. And right now you got Rasheed no, Green, you you got Walker, and you got Yannick, and you got who? Billings. Billings. Billings, who's a nose man. And you're 100% right. There's no one. Yannick, Yannick is your veteran. He's a, a workman-like pat. He's got a motor. He plays hard. He's going to get you some sacks here and there. Walker should be on the three technique. The kid, the rookie from South Carolina should be a three technique. They put him at nose. They put this fucking Dexter should be the nose. They put him at three. So even in the department of personnel, they're fucking wrong. Let's go to the offensive line now. They put a left tackle at guard. They put center, they switch the center, then go to the left guard, then you go to the right guard. Let's put this center here. Let's put this right tackle. This is what these dumbasses do. It's only the Bears. I don't see this anywhere else. And to your point, you know, they probably would fucking ru ruin this talent, Jalen Carter, here anyway. Because they would depend on him being out there for the whole game as a you know what I'm well, saying? He'd be out there for he'd be out there for 78 snaps a game. But would snaps. you and, and would you have even brought in Yon, Yannick and Gakwin? Real did. quick with the Braxton Jones thing. I'm not yeah. saying Braxton Jones hasn't gotten stronger. Like sometimes, sometimes we have to stop this. Just because you like someone, first of all, I don't think I don't like him. Right. I like yeah. Braxton Jones' character. I like I think he's honest. I he's think off. it's unfair what they did to Braxton Jones is what I'm trying to say to you. The fact that steel sharpens steel, and they never sharpen that steel. They never sharpen that steel. Like, even if you bring in somebody and he beats him out, that vet teaches him better technique. Like, who's the who's the, who's the the tackle veteran to teach these young kids how to play tackle on this team? It's like, nah, kiddo, when you step back, you need to do like, you need to come with strength. Like, who who's there? You don't. You got a they're, bunch of deaf guys who are just talking, and yeah. Justin Jones. That's but so. I think that's part of the reason that Jalen Carter's Atrice, not here. Atrice makes Honestly. a good point too. Here, uh, I wouldn't have taken Carter, but the argument for Carter revolves around the belief in your head coach ability to control. Well, and the important part: teach this kid. And I think it's critical. Point, we Jared. don't know what went on with the meet the one on one meetings we either, don't. and that's. That's very critical, and the Bears you know, aren't the only team that. I mean, pass on them. Let's the, be, the league, let, let's the be honest. Imagine if he was in Detroit right now. Don't say that. No, somebody. I'm, you know. You know. No. You know you what I hate more than that. You know what I hate Gibbs right now for Jalen Carter. You know, you know what, what I, I hate mean? more than that. I'm gonna tell you what I hate more than that. When people now tell me, imagine if uh, uh, Caleb Williams ends up in Minnesota, and I'm like, don't do me like that. Yeah. Like, there's oh some. Oh my god. Exactly, that does, like that does kick me in the nuts right there. Don't do me, don't do me like like I, I'm living a bad life when it comes to the Bears already. Don't do me like where I got to go through a more <laughs> like why no why why can't we have the run that Green Bay had right? It's the why? coach, Kenneth. It starts. It's more. There, no, it's then more the than quarterback. Feel, feel. Everybody that come here never does it for us. Like, okay, I'm gonna even go back. I'm gonna even go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. I'm gonna even go back. So let me. I'm gonna really get people mad. Y'all never bringing me back go after this. Back, back. I, Cali, I'm gonna Cali. be honest with you. I don't know if the Bears have ever had a supremely great head coach. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna tell you why. I know okay. Papa Bear Hollis. I I know Papa Bear Hollis won championships, so I wasn't around. He me he may have, but I also know he couldn't figure it out with with Dick Buckets, Doug Buffon, and Gail Sears. All right, so that's an argument for a different day. Dick is special team coach, right at Dallas, right. You look at what Buddy Ryan did with that defense. I'm not saying Dick. Listen when I say this. All right, listen to the nuances. What I said. I'm talking about an elite head coach. All right, an elite head coach. Dicka was good enough to keep well enough to keep it together. But you look at the drafting that they did. You look at having Buddy Ryan. Even though I know the year after Buddy left, the defense was even more stingier when it came to points. I know that already. The point that I'm just still saying is here as a, as the Bears, because even if you talk about Dicka, he won one. With that defense, I with still, that all the players, I disagree me, on Dicka, but go but ahead. I mean, but see, but but you, we also have to realize sometimes. So we were having this discussion yesterday, and I was like, "How many great coaches have we had in Chicago?" No, go ahead. I want you to. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, so I'm like, Dicka. okay, so I, Phil Wants Phil Jackson, it. Phil Jackson. Oh, in right? Chicago, I'm talking about like sports, sports, sports. Okay, I said Phil Jackson. I would, I guess, Joe Quinville. You could you could say Joe Madden, but remember if, if Cubs said y'all remember how y'all won that World Series, it didn't taste as good because he damn near gave that bad boy away, right? And then you look at what he did in Anaheim. But my argument is here in Chicago, and again, it's Dick is an outlier. Dick was Dick did a phenomenal job. He held it together. But I'm really talking about, and it, it's not about X's and O's because sometimes you're just the CEO and you have to keep it going. But I'm talking about winning. Titles is what I'm talking about, Phil. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about winning tight, not a title. Just like Jan, just like John has said, and put the fear and ownership in Milwaukee. Like I don't want to be a one title winning guy, right? I'm talking about titles. Like, and we always, and, and again, yeah, he's the best in we, the, the defensive Dicka. He mm -hmm. still carries the best football team to ever play. But he didn't. Phil, wait, hold on, stop. That's BS. They are the I'm gonna tell you why that's, I'm gonna tell, that's not what I'm saying. That's not the point that I'm trying to make. Oh, okay. The point what I'm trying to make is that defense was Buddy Ryan's. All right. Do, he's the no, head we coach. can't. No, 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 no. Now you're you now you're cheating because the people that don't know, George okay. Hallis told Dicker, listen, you can do whatever the hell you is, but this this coordinator is gonna be your coordinator. Dicker couldn't even pick his defensive coordinator. All right, no, George there Hallis, is an agreement in there. George Hallis thrust him upon him because he knew how great Buddy Ryan was. And the reason that you say that was the greatest team outside, of course, of sweetness and Jim McMahon being healthy because we know how battered he was. And I'm not putting that as a diss to Jim McMahon, but the right. real reason is because of that defense. All right. And that yeah, was they did have the number one offense that year, too. I'm just saying it's the truth. I'm going to have a number one. Listen, before Miami figured out how to mess up the 4-6, I'm going to have the number one offense too because we're getting that ball back about five <laughs> more times than every other Listen, team in the league. I'm just saying. Okay. All those personalities, all of those people, as you said, the CEO, this fucking guy held it together. You can hate the guy. You're making it seem like nobody. I don't know. No, no, see, now no, you're cheating. I didn't say you. Not you. I didn't say anything about his politics. People. I didn't say no, no, but this yeah. is my, my point really also, is saying it that no one else could have done that. Like when like we're, we're right. saying like no one, no one. And the thing is, and why the nostalgia effects kicks up is because he gave us the attitude that he like when you have a head coach to go along with the team like that, that he has the same type of attitude and they're all basically like kiss my ass. It can be intoxicating. 
Like, and for, that, also for people, that's a for that's people, a place people, that I but, but, I give Dick a credit for. He, but, but Phil, you also not talking about how this is a reflection of the head coach. No, but you're not yeah. talking about also how disruptive it was that commercial wise, where he was telling guys don't do commercials oh, and then going to do. But so, but no, but about that, he said oh, uh, after they got. To this level, they all were doing fucking commercials. But 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 guess what? And then and that's he was the point. To put a guess stop what? To it, and then that's, he's doing it. Right, but Phil, <laughs> that's the point where he's supposed to t- show them. He's supposed to show them what they're supposed to do. So you can't tell me not to go out here and get this money when you're getting this truck going out I and agree. getting money. You told me he's, not to get. He's not flawless. I agree. But, but, but that Phil, that, a, that was, was Phil, that was five years of still a great defense that they should have won another. T- do you know as a kid watching the slurs to beat my team and talking about the, the damn Washington, watching the Giants? Washington. What happened in Washington? The fucking punt return. No, no, no. You know Where what happened? Broke his I'm, I'm, rib. Remember that shit? Uh, we know what happened with Washington. Daryl Green. They had they had a head coach who took his ego out of it and could win with three different quarterbacks. All right, Joe Gibbs, yes, and we only could win with one. All right, we only two, could win two. Steve Walsh, not no, I'm Steve about Walsh, Steve. Steve Fuller. We had to put Fuller in. Fuller had to go in, I, but but you know what? You I'm talking about for the entirety of I'm the season back, for the most. Mike I'm talking Doctor. about for the. I'm talking about winning championships with three different quarterbacks. Oh. Is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking. I'm like the point of the matter is I'm talking championships. What was I'm not Raider Ripping. And Doug Williams, correct? No, I think the first one was it wasn't Theismann was the first. I thought oh, Theismann was the first. One. It was Theismann, Ripping, and Doug Williams. He would Joe Gibbs won with three different quarterbacks. I'm look, forget, for, listen, forget, and this isn't a you thing. This is for all of forget what we like. It's about Super Bowl victories. Like that's what it's all about. All this other stuff. It is it, it, it. You you we're basically going over semantics about how it tastes when it goes down. I don't care if it hits my belly and it's a Super Bowl and I didn't like how it tastes. It tastes like cod liver oil. Give me some more cod liver oil. All right. He could be the most boring MF ever. But if that MF is consistently putting me in place to where my team, all right, can do what Bill Belichick. That's what I was just going What Bill Belichick did. Now we know it was a lot more Brady because I would have told you I was leaning Belichick back in the days. But if Gary's my dude, my, but my if my dude can still give me championships, dude, championships, like why why don't we deserve that? Yeah, and, I, and I'm not even looking at the comments. I'm not trying to diss y'all. Y'all know I love y'all over here. It's not even a diss on y'all. I'm just trying to get it to the point where we get the BS out of that because a lot of this is about oh race, right? Like yeah. I don't like this. Not you guys. I'm just that. saying like because we don't because we really don't. We, a lot of us aren't being honest. A lot of times we don't we're not honest about our biases. A lot of times right, right. I don't care. I do. I don't care. Yeah, I'm a black dude. I've never had a successful quarterback in Chicago, let alone a black quarterback. All right. But still, the point is, I just want to win. I like, agree. That's that's, that's it. Dude. I want to stay like I want to talk shit to somebody about my team consistently. Consistently. Win. Yes. Consistently. That's, I agree. that's the thing. And I <clears throat> At this point, it's whoever you put. You can go back to when they were winning with Lovey. They, they. It wasn't they, enough. They, it, exactly. it wasn't enough. Exactly. People keep, I'm arguing, Shane. I'm arguing <laughs> the streets. With, so again, me being a brother, people because people want to go back to they fired Lovey and look. It was time for Lovey to go. It was Kenneth. They miss. How many, people forget how many times they missed the playoffs. How many wins does Lovey Smith have as a head coach since he left the Chicago Bears? I know the exact number. 
I don't. I'm give me a minute. Let's go. He's thinking. Play that Jeopardy music, Claude. Do, 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 do. 14 to 13. 13 to 14. 27. But that's oh, be- I'm... that's between Tampa, yeah. Illinois, and Houston. I forgot. I forgot Illinois. I forgot yeah. Illinois. Illinois. I forgot. I, right. I, I forgot. I know it's count, but no. I, and I, I say this it. to people. People keep saying, like, uh, and again, thanks, love. We appreciate how you looked out. But people keep saying <laughs> that at the end of the looks, the greatest thing about love, I'm gonna say even better about Lovey. He helped, he helped them because they were gonna take Bryce Young. Yeah. Remember that. He people like Lovey messed them over. They were everybody would have taken Bryce Young probably number one. And I said and I was gonna go CJ Stroud. He helped them there that they were gonna take Bryce Young, and you set up temper to go get Bryce Young, basically, or whatever. But no. It was time for Lovey. Lovey was missing a playoff. Like, that, dude, I can't sit here. Look, I cannot sit here and get on Mike Dicker, who won a Super Bowl, right, and was in the playoffs, and then be like, but they should have kept Lovey. No, it's not enough. Like, stop. Get out of that mindset. Like, exactly. this is th- – we have this abusive relationship, I'm and I used to always 100%. use this. I used to always use this um, when my show, D and Davis, first started. We go from – a, a, an abusive relationship where it's like, yeah, he used to punch me, but now he don't punch me no more. He hit me with an open hand, and we act like that's better. <laughs> right? That's not better. It's abuse still. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, and, and and people want to go because it's like, yeah, it felt good. The '80s Bears felt good, but if you don't understand, there was more to be gained. To be honest with you, there were there was more to be gained, and us as Bears fans have to demand that we get what we want. Exactly. We have to demand it. I I hear you, man, and that's the I'm thing. Even back when Lovey was here, are we going to pretend like we didn't didn't have major issues on the same side of the ball that we've always had? And two of the best clock management, two of Terry the best Shea. offensive players, young offensive Mike players Lewis. that you had in Thomas Jones and Greg Olson got traded. And people still, I got into it with somebody like last week that was like, yeah, it was time for, first of all, I would be, I was on Greg Olson's ass because he was a receiver in Chicago. Yeah. When he got to the Panthers, he became a tight end. And I'm talking about yak. Because Greg Olson, you'd be like, and he'd be like, okay. But yeah. when he got down there, he got rugged down there. But the point still was he was too valuable, regardless of what Mike March was running. They give me like, I don't use tight ends. I'm going to get rid of him. Why are you letting your offensive coordinator dictate personnel? Right, I know exactly. I, I think it was Greg Gabriel. Lovey wanted might have him said out. that. Yeah, that that um, Mike March just said that they would refuse to to play him. Well, then I mean, Jesus, that's the thing. I look back at the Bears. So in 1998, the Bears drafted Curtis Enos, and in 2005, the Bears drafted Cedric Benson. So they drafted two running backs. Within the top five in seven years, Kenneth, and neither one of them started as rookies. <laughs> Where does that happen? Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Call Weir, Mr. Davis. Why do you hate white hair? Oh yeah, he was he was go, he was going. First, also, let me say this too. I love I love you, your your guys, everyone yeah. who watches and participates or whatever. But I'm with you, Shane. Um, but I, like again, this is my brother from another mother, Phil. I'm sorry because you know usually when we I could I, I can see y'all debate. debate right. Yeah, this is I'm I'm usually falling on this end of you the type of chain. 
I'm usually team Shane, but I mean, oh, you take care of me though. Shane doesn't look after me like you look after me. I'm See, I always look. You after tell you. me when the COVID is coming from the east. You be like, Ken, look out! Yeah, it's coming. Exactly. Right. Like, Even when we did, I debate with both of you because right, you, that's what we what do we, as we, brothers. Yeah, I never. We, ever, also, we need ahead. to. We need to have an, a, another person's point of view. I'm getting into it, Phil. I'm gonna give you one. I'm getting into it for the damn David Montgomery haters. Listen, right. he's just drinking the Glenvit you brought to his house. Jim Larson. <laughs> it's time for another party. It fuck is, Green Jim. Bay. Fuck it, Green Bay or fuck it, Greg Braggs. One of what those. a great what <laughs> what a fantastic party was thrown by that man and his wife, to oh say the least. God. And Phil and everybody at Tape Never uh, Tape Never Lies. What a fantastic event that was. And I didn't get to see my man, but he had re had great reasons for not being there. And I yeah. look forward to one day meeting him face We're to face. We're going to do it. I don't but, know if we're going to do it this year. How's Arizona? Jim, how, like, oh, my God, Jim. Oh By my the God, time Jim. he gets to Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> but oh, my goodness, Jim. Oh, my yeah. God. What a time Jim, was we're had. We're in a text thread with, with Larison and Zorich, Phil Zorich. and I are. And uh, I was at work, and Phil was at work, and just randomly fucking Larison sets us this text. He's like, hey guys, look where I am. And I look down, he's at the fucking airport and fucking 20 yards away, Air Force One. I'm like, oh, what's up, Jim? Enjoy your day, <laughs> bro. Jim. Jim was Thanks getting Jim. on Air Force One. <laughs> him, him and his fabulous wife and all their friends uh, that we met yeah. that night. Uh, it was a great time, great time. But I'm, my only thing again is this. We all don't have to agree <laughs> with one another. And we're all Bears fans with different point of views, but we all want to be great as far as the thing we spend our Sundays and throughout the week researching, spending time watching games, spending time watching the All-22, spending time talking to other people, and we have to demand better. Yeah. It's, just, it's just, that it, it, it makes no sense we're back. Dog, this is the craziest thing. This is, uh, and I, I go to you, Phil. Phil, I go to you, Phil. I can remember you wanting to hold on to Khalil Mack, right? But the thing was, even with you wanting to do that, there had been more work to where you can be like, let's give this more of a chance. Because you, even if it, we could say, you could say it was two years, but some people will say it was one. But it, it, even healthy, and he, was, he started getting banged up the second year, but you still could see what Khalil could do hurt, right? Right. But there was, there was so much, there was more meat on the bone where you could be like, yo, we need to see what this can do. There's no meat on this bone. This bone was barren. They ripped the meat off, and it's worse than the second year. That's right. when it's like, oh, shit. And it's I mean, like, for everybody that second half, go ahead. Your aunt cooks, and you know the shit is going to be fire, right? Right. Your aunt cooks. But now, aunt is not there. It's right. your cousin's aunt. And she's 22. <laughs> and she's yeah. youngest. She, she, she knows she don't know how to cook. Couldn't and went through nothing in life. No, right? she don't the fucking wings are fucking like, what the, terrible. What the hell's a spice rack? Yeah, right. Chicken, exactly. Mac and cheese is awful. It's like the Bears. I I always hear Denny Green every fucking time. Yep, right? Yeah, yeah. He was right. He wasn't lying. Either. They are who we thought they were. Right. They, look, people forget what a third what a third preseason game was back then. Anybody that watched that third preseason game, because at this point we thought, is Matt Leiner kind of good in the pros? I think most of us like, I don't know how he's gonna work in the pros. They, they listen. They had the Bears beat until the starters oh went out God. in that third preseason game. All right, 
And remember, the Bears didn't score nothing but defense and Devin Hester in that game where Denny Green said that, right? And he was right. They had them beat, and they gave the game away. And just like you said, dude, they stripped it down, and they're worse. They're worse. They stripped it down and built it up. Like, there's this is a more talented roster than it was last year. All the excuses. We all said preseason. You were on the show with us. There's no more excuses for Justin, Eberflus, Getze. You got to show some semblance of consistent competing. We fucking had a game. We were up 28-7 and lost. We had a game. We also (laughs) were down 31 to nothing at a halftime. The extreme swings of inconsistency should tell Kevin Warren, George McCaskey, and all of them, you're not even in the fucking ballpark with this coaching staff. You're, they are gone. You're a coach. Go yes. All of us that play sports, you're a coach. Yes. I want to go back to the first game of the year, right? Against the Packers. True. Do you know how much despair I felt for this season after that game, particularly the second half? I know because we haven't we haven't had, but this is the point I'm trying to make. Phil, you know the first four games, really the first three, but you start making plays. Like I was watching uh, Indiana versus Michigan last Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. And Indiana did some trickeration on their first series, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, that's the only thing. That's the only time they're going to score this game, and it was they they went up seven zip and then lost like fifty two to seven or something like that, right? Against fifty two to seven, exactly. But the thing, but see, the thing was, I'm getting the people that play sports. Because you know how often you play, you you do the trickeration. It gets to the point where it's lame in practice, where you're like, we're about to do it, you half-ass run through it or whatever, but you do it for the team you know you don't have a damn chance right. against, right? It's right. like this is the only way we're going to score points to get them, so let's get this out of the way because we don't want to have a goose egg because they may wallop on our ass. You sat there and you had the whole damn offseason to prepare for the Packers. The whole offseason. I get you don't know what Jordan Love is, but you still know to a degree what Matt LaFleur likes to run. Yes, right. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers like to do likes likes to do fuckery in a shotgun a lot. Exactly. Where it was times where get you if you don't get under that damn center, right? But that's but Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, right? But you had a whole entire offseason and you came out and displayed that. After that game, I was like, oh my goodness. We may only win a couple games this year. After and and, and that's the first game of the season. Think about this. We usually don't feel like that. We, we you know, sometimes being a Bears fan, we 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 we're, we're murky dismal. But you never feel like, damn, this this. I didn't even think we was gonna our pick. I didn't think the Bears pick was gonna be this high this year. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, I, I, I thought I, I'm on record as when people were talking about Caleb Williams. I'm like, you're not even going to be anywhere near there i i was hoping worst case scenario for me they they're somewhere above or below the 10th pick you can go four four you can go to eight to 12 i would prefer to have been like 14 but carolina i would prefer if carolina was in the top three all right that was what i wanted top four that's what i that's what i was looking for right and you're telling me our pick could be the first pick in the draft that's ridiculous well, going back to that game, Kenneth, you saw the same problems rear their head. But on the you fucking first drive, third Phil, and seventeen, third, but deep th- in cut, 
wide open. <laughs> but even go away from the defense, Phil. Go right First down, offense. Green Bay. Third and 17. They get 19 to my guy, Romeo Dubs. Then oh. it's like, then we're third and one. We go in the shotgun. Don't do that, Phil. I'm enjoying hanging you out. You revamp right the now. entire backfield, and then on four, your first fourth down, first series, and you're handing it off to fucking Cole Komet. Cole right then, I texted Phil. <clears throat> I can look back at the text. I'm like, dude, it's this, it's the same thing. That they're doing the same shit. And let's not forget what happened the very next week on fourth down. They, they did, did it again, again. with Cole. They didn't even learn from their fucking bullshit play. And they're paid. They're paid to do this. Yeah. It's it's exactly. They're paid. A, to think do about it. this too. Not, and again, and they, I'm, I'm, they sit in their ivory tower with their fucking nose up. You don't know shit about football. We're sitting on this fucking not you them. We're sitting on this show saying, why aren't you in the? You got a 240-pound quarterback. Put, get someone behind him and push just like the eagle and get and move the fucking chains. But, but you wait, know the problem? It gets ahead, worse, Kenneth. Let me say mm -hmm. this. Go ahead. I apologize. This is the coaching. This is Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles. Or Kevin Warren has to go to Ryan Poles and say, you fucked up mm -hmm. immensely hiring this clown as a coach. Did he, did he hire him? I See, don't know. Is, I'm a, and this, this is the problem. And I'm 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 I'm, ups, I'm upset with this because okay. we talked about this on under center. And Josh was like, "Yeah, he has one. He has one excuse. He has one excuse. He didn't draft Justin." I said, "No, Josh. He has one and a half. Yeah, because they interview they interview Eberflus before they hire yeah, Steve and Edwards it, brought that up on the show. And so yeah, and, and if, they're also saying that Polian when they were doing the coach search. What was also going on at Hellas Hall? Ted Phillips was also doing one separately. Mm. Oh, my fucking God. Ted Phillips should be fucking searching his fucking dryer for some spare change. That's it. He doesn't belong anywhere near football or anything. Just fuck. I hate the I, name. I'm sorry. I want to say this. I want to say this, too. A problem with, and I, I'm going to put this more on Ryan Poles. Okay. And I'm not. I, I, I like Roshan Johnson, and I, I I do want to see him on the football field. But you brought in Dante Foreman, mm -hmm. right? Oh and anybody that's like, "Yo, he just he's just a battering <laughs> ram." Dante Foreman has wiggle. He can make the first guy move in a in a in a oh, phone yeah. booth, right? You brought him in, and you haven't used him one in general, but also in in short yard situations. And we have to wait until this week. Like, what you let the rookie build and show what he needs to do and earn it. And this is and this is the thing where people are getting at me about the Braxton Jones and not understanding what I'm saying. I like Roshan Johnson. I like Braxton Jones, even though Braxton Jones should be pushed the same way Tevin Jenkins had to be pushed. Right? It's right. not a knock on the player. It's if you want them to be better. If they are, and also depending on pedigree. If they don't even have the pedigree. Roshan Johnson was sitting behind one of the best college running backs of this last generation. And it's not a knock on him. He stayed there where a lot of players perhaps wouldn't have stayed there. But still, it's not like that he was Bijan. 
And Braxton Jones played at Southern Utah with a lower pedigree. But the point that I'm still making with Ryan Poles, stop effing playing favorites. If proved that your guy is the guy. If you yeah. have so much hey. confidence in your guy, let him go out there and show he's the guy. Even over that, Shane and I, and I think you were going to say this maybe, we were saying Foreman should be starting. I drafted him in pace. fantasy field. I dra- Think about it's that. Crazy, Do you know what I expected? Do you know what I expected when I drafted him in fantasy? Because I'm like, He's gonna be. He's gonna play David Montgomery to Khalil exactly. Herbert. Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Right? Exactly. That's what it should and be. That, that's the thing, Ken- Kenneth. And your point is Damn great. I brought, I brought this up a couple of different times. And listen, it's. I'm into the draft and love breaking these guys down and seeing how it all unfolds. But I had to laugh. I've never seen pure elation over a fourth round draft pick like the front office gave when Roshan was drafted you know they were calling him oh yeah it was crazy you know franchise altering character and you know cornerstone and all this and i said to phil i'm like the funny part about it is when you start using those words that i get the word was franchise pillar pillar was the you had the first pick in round four and you traded down 14 spots so he wasn't worth that much to you Mm mm-hmm because you, you dropped were, 14 were, spots to get him. Chance now, if I love a guy that much, yeah. guess what? I'm just taking I'm not going to move off of it. I'm exactly. not going to risk him being right. gone. So you're full of shit. Right. I want to get and Listen, I love Roshan, but let's be honest. One Still in concussion on protocol, point. that's a big issue. One other it's thing on this point that I want to get Ken fired up for. And <laughs> I think you're going to get fired up. In all my years of coaching, I've always said on this network and prior to doing it, when I'm breaking down film, your head coach has to be maniacal. He's got to know every blade of grass, every situation. You have to be playing chess. You can't be fucking playing checkers. This weekend, there was coaching negligence all these weeks, right? But none bigger, none bigger than this weekend and it happened twice it happened twice once where you're talking about the fucking three screens at midfield but the thing that's even more negligible than the three screens is that you have a a court a division two undrafted football player at quarterback it's second and one at midfield and you have the audacity to put this young kid with a known issue going on at center throughout the whole fucking game in the shotgun to throw screen balls to get one yard. That's number one of the biggest negligence, a fireable offense in my opinion. It's so short-sighted. And then the second one is down six driving down the field to possibly win the game with, oh, by the way, the same undrafted young kid and the clock is running and you have the audacity, the negligence to call a play and not let the clock go down to two minutes and Mm -hmm. recoup and say, we're going to fucking run this fucking ball down the motherfucking field and then go from there. Nope. Hurry up. Let's run a double pass, double fades. (laughs) 
and you put this fucking kid in a position to fail because mm -hmm. you're a fucking failure and a fraud. Mm -hmm. There is the mic drop. The offensive coordinator is under the head coach. He let this happen. You don't right. do that. I can I can bite on the fucking bone and meet with Justin as the quarterback there that's played in the this is a rookie undrafted in his first game live game and that's how it ends and fans you've pitted them against the kid because he threw an interception motherfucker it's unbelievable it's no that unbelievable. was the point phil that was my point when i talked about you didn't get the first down exactly. to help this kid yeah. to lather up common exactly. sense you common twice, sense Kenneth, twice yeah common sense is Give this kid more, but make one make it easier for him because in his mind he knows, yo, this isn't third. No, right away it's first. We can run it, then we can go to me having to throw this ball again, right? Exactly. Like, no, it's it. Dog, no, these for, wait, wait. The the thing was even going back to the game. Well, I don't know if it's the game before the game before that. Going for it on fourth, and this was after the loop de loop that Cole commit did. And oh it was like, God. it's like, what the hell? It was like, dude, it was like, what football? What, what in the razzle dazzle are you out here trying to do when this is common sense football? All right. And also, this is the thing that made me so mad, so mad with this team. Yeah. Why the hell did you bring Mercedes Lewis in here? What was the entire purpose of if you were Rock thinking we need? Dog, that's the only thing he does. He hasn't been catching pass. Oh, and everybody be like, well, he caught a pass this year. Like, you know what I mean? He hasn't been a pass catcher since he got drafted, and we were thinking about he was going to be even greater than the more, type of player he's been. It's more to your point, Kenneth. You brought him in to be another tackle to help oh, push the edge and run the fucking ball. I thought so we were going to be in gun. 12. I thought we were going to be in 12 a lot more. And I know because of Chase Claypool, you guys wanted to come out there in bunches and BS or whatever. But clear, like you brought in a, a blocking tight end and a pass catching tight end, right? You Both pay Cole Komet. You pay Cole Komet. So do you know what that spells to me? One, two. All right. It spells to me you plan on a lot of times being in 12. All right. That's what, and you hadn't not, been. Not last week. Not last week. You, you, you did it against the commanders. Right. Like what what like dude, you do you know your identity. do you know your weaknesses? Do you understand your weaknesses? You no, have a makeshift don't. offensive line. A make it's been makeshift. It's been makeshift for about four and a half years, damn near. Forget when this these, these guys were saying it's been makeshift since 2019. This bad, but it's been makeshift. All right. And you came in this year, you saw what Justin benefited from last year, and decided to go back to what you thought you wanted to try. And the offensive line was already injured again when you started the season off, and you just started. You decided to no, we gonna stick to this because we want to. We want to do this because this is what I want to do. F what you want to implement. Do what wins football games. Hey, that's pretty smart. I yeah, sign you know, up for that. It's not the simplest thing ever. The simplest part, like that. That's filled. It's the equivalent of I gotta. I gotta hit, and again, of course, now. With um um the fact that we have how cars work, and I'm trying to think, we have fuel injection. Like yeah. you know, growing up, when we were younger. I gotta I gotta pump the, the gas two times, then flip it. But <laughs> and I got the same car, 
But all of a sudden this year, I just want to flip it. But I know I got to pump the gas two times, but I'm forget that. I'm going to do what I want to do. No, this is you have the same car. You had the exact same car this year, and you're trying to do something different and prove something that you're, you're not even good enough to prove that. Look, from and your point was very great, Phil. The head coach still decides what the offensive coordinator does. But getting to Lou Getze, your shit didn't work last year. It doesn't make sense that we have to redo uh, finding out what we can do when you were supposed to build off of what worked last year and then get the passing game going off of what worked last year. That's what you were supposed to do. He's just throwing shit up there. Right. Move. We already knew. Move. First of all, it's not just move the pocket because of Justin and perhaps you only want him to rehab the field. It's move the pocket because your offensive line is trash. So Justin had had 10 pass attempts on uh, Sunday versus Minnesota. And eight of those were out of 11 personnel. Eight of 10. (laughs) Dude, like... But that's that just doesn't it doesn't happen anywhere else but Chicago. You know what I mean? Many of those were play action passes. Uh I I don't I don't I don't think it was enough. No, no, it's not because and that's the, you were actually running the, and you're actually running the ball. Exactly. Why isn't it coming off action off that run? You're running the ball, you're gashing him. Oh, by the way, let's bring in Valus Jones, put him in again and run toss the other way. You know what that is? That's fucking JV play calling. That's just a tell-all. Justin Kirk asks, he wants to know, Kenneth, what would happen if Bajan balls out against Las Vegas and wins? People are going to lose. People are going to early, too early lose their mind. And again, when I'm saying that, people are going to say I'm not a Bajan person and I'm a Tyson Bajan person. Um, the man, the Raiders are Just trash. Like they right always now. do. Raiders, Raiders are Raiders, again. I hope he does. Don't get it twisted. Right. Right. I hope Tyson Bajan proves to be a prospect. That because that's something else. That's you want more we prospects than not. <laughs> I'm not rooting against Tyson Bajan. Um, but it's it's the it's I, a lot of people had the Bears winning this game if Justin was healthy. Tyson Bajan does some things right now that Justin doesn't do on a small sample size as far as getting that ball out on the third step. All right. Um, right. So we'll see. But the thing was also, this is my only thing with this is um, we were having this discussion today on the under center and uh, Josh was mentioning the lack of tape on Tyson Bajan, which there is, but I brought up to him. I'm sure most teams are going to look at Trevor Simeon tape and try to see if that's what Luke Getzey is going to try to do, having a quarterback that is more of a pocket presence and getting the ball out with rhythm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, again, I, I'm going to be honest here. I don't have the Bears winning against the Raiders. Um, I don't. I don't have the Bears winning. And people are now taking they're taking them. And I, I'm not rooting against Tyson Bajan. I wanted the Bears to keep Tyson Bajan. I wanted Tyson Bajan to be the second quarterback, like I said at the beginning of this interview, because I didn't want him to get cherry-picked being on the practice We can play our draft coverage. I was the guy beating the desk. Drum to draft him. To draft the kid in Chicago. Okay. He wanted him. Dope. Dope, Shane. Yeah, yeah so it's not it's so, not a knock, but it's a limit. They, we have to see how if, if there is a limitation, because now we're saying that we got Brock Purdy. 
Right. Or we have to. We, and we don't have Kyle Shanahan. And we don't have no. Kyle Shanahan. No, we do not. Or anything else in San Francisco. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. He yes. wants to know if DJ Moore could play a role as Devo. So it's a perfect. That's what I'd, I would try to see if you can do with Valus. I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. I'd make yeah. Valus a running back slash. Yes. I thought that last. Something. If you're going to keep yeah. him. Yeah, it makes no sense they haven't put him in the backfield more often. Totally, because if, if, if you're telling if you're telling us he doesn't have a, a, a decent enough route tree, why the hell is he got there then? Right. Put him at tailback. Give him a hand. Stop with the so the real quick. Or the Kenneth seems like he's read. nice and calm and flatlining a little bit. So I got to fire him up. So they had six play action passes last week, Kenneth. How, okay. how many of them were for Justin out of the six? One or two. One. Five One. for five for Bajan. Which what sense does that make? That's it make. No, it's 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 malpractice. Harbaugh vomits in his car looking at the Bears call plays for Justin <laughs> Shane. Okay. Case in point. So you're telling me the less athletic and Bajan, when I'm saying that, Bajan, he has wills to be a pocket present quarterback. Yeah, you know, which a lot of more quarterbacks have now where they can move out. You know, Bajan they may not be burnt. Is an athlete. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the point I'm trying to Justin make. That's Fields is an elite athlete, but the, it's like the Claudio, he's sneaky, athletic. The point that I'm it's trying to right. make, though, how much more effective? <laughs> what's up, Claudio? How much more effective is play action? Right, even if all right, you don't have these fantastic. Like just saying, Justin may not be, um, like you saw the clip this week of um. Jared Goff and he got sacked and it, it he had actually it was play action but he handed it off but the defender thought he still had the ball just how well he turned his back and how he executed it right even if you don't think Justin is that the point that I'm trying to make is this Justin being a rush threat wouldn't it make more sense to use more play action because one even if it let's just say the defender doesn't bite on the fact that the running back has the ball, the defender's still going to be worrisome of if Justin's going to do something with the ball, meaning one of those wide receivers, a better chance of the wide receiver or tight ends to be on single coverage, let alone open. Right. right. And you Great. don't you sense. don't take advantage. You're not taking advantage of that. And we're sitting here on this show talking about some stuff where it's like first do common sense stuff before you try to show me how intelligent you are. That's one of the reasons I'm not saying he's the greatest oh, thing since right. sliced bread, but one of the reasons I always like Kyle Shanahan is the fact that he wants to make running sexy. And a lot of guys, a lot of offensive guys, running the ball Thank isn't sexy you. enough. I got to show you through Tyson the air. Bateman. I don't. No, nobody is hating Bajan. I, I don't know. It would be amazing I'm, to find out if Tyson Bajan's your franchise quarterback. We could draft Olu and. Marvin Harrison Jr. in this upcoming draft trade Justin Fields for draft capital four dollars and ninety nine cents. Listen, we don't know when Justin Fields' timeline is, but nobody here is hating on Tyson Bajan. And I believe Kenneth. Which is just, everybody just said we wanted the Bears to keep him on the roster, an undrafted free agent. We're like infuriated. Dude hitting the table and saying, we, the "You know how many them. people were telling me? Boy, do you know how many people were telling me I was stupid?" And saying, like, yeah. no, you want Peterman to be here because what happened if Justin goes down early? And I was like, I don't care. I wanted Bajan in there early. We, so how exactly. are we hating on Bajan if we were all like, yo, because Justin was going to go down. Let's all be honest. He was going to go down. And we were like, yo, if Justin goes down, I don't want to see a guy who I know doesn't have a future. I want to see Tyson Bajan. Just because it's we not the way that you want it. 
please listen to the context of what we're saying. Like, we don't all have to be sitting here popping bottles to the Tyson Bajan party, but we're still telling you we're fine and want to see what Tyson Bajan does. Like, sometimes we get in our own silo so hard where it's like, I can't hear what you're saying because the, a little bit of it is against exactly. how I feel. Take how you feel out. And again, you may educate me. I'm not saying that I'm Kenneth and I know or whatever. There's not something I can't glean from someone else. But listen, please listen to the discussion outside of just being like, it's this, it's that, it's that, Kenneth it's this. Is, Kenneth is a guy that comes on this show, will go on his show and actually refer to you, not pretend that, hey, my boy Phil said this on the tape. That's the kind of character in class you have. So, And that's how I roll. That's how Shane rolls. We're always doling out credit, but you're also keeping it to your heart. You keep it very like the show. You keep it 100. So I know. Listen, it, we were all step for step. If Nathan Peterman was the backup and then going in, that's just tomfoolery right there that's just why it doesn't why make any sense. we know what it is we know yeah, what season was over anyway season's over right now there's a little glimmer of excitement yes. of under hey it would be amazing if tyson goes out there and starts to to, to write his tony romo story or his brock purdy story the bears as Ke kenneth has said we haven't had that shit we have not had consistency at the quarterback position. And as you said, you know, I thought Justin would hold up a little longer than he did. You said it even in that game. You were like, he ain't going to last this game. He's taking and, so many hits. Yeah. Against, no, they, they got I mean, one defensive on the line. First fucking play. They have the wrong call. Then there's two plays where they – they slide protect. I've never seen this. I, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly protect, what you're saying. But the offensive lineman picks up the outside guy that's a buck 80. While right. the running back's got to pick up the 198 or 238 pounds, yes. 290 pound defensive end. It's like. And this is the thing I've been saying in the NFL, but, but Simo is the greatest, Simo the greatest great. teacher, the I've greatest teacher his ass out for years. I've, it's the greatest teacher ever. We I call these teachers, Simo, Larry and Curly. That's what I fucking call him. He's, Dude, a fucking, I'm, he's one of the three stooges. I just, yeah, I, I would like to come on here and defend people. You know, Phil, I, I mean, you will go back and forth. There's nothing to defend. All right. There's, there's nothing from top to bottom here to defend, right? Like this, this is ridiculous. Like this, it, it, it's just, that's it. This is ridiculous. I have nothing else to add outside of that part. We should not be having this conversation at this we moment. Have to. We you, have to. But we, we, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like Warren is, is watching and that's where our hope lies. Of he better get it. He better, he better, he better. Dude, uh, oh, let me say this too. Go ahead, go ahead. The thing was, I'm sitting here as a Bears fan that loves to see my team on the lakefront. I'm an east sider. So for anybody that doesn't live in Chicago, Lakeshore Drive, that main road right there, I yeah. take that to go get my son. I grew up on 
did most of my life on it. Like Lakeshore Drive is a very beautiful experience here in Chicago, particularly if it's South Lakeshore Drive because it's left tra less traffic before you get to downtown, which having someone from Las Vegas come here. And I remember right when you get to Soldier Field and you see downtown, he was like, do you know how wonderful this is for y'all? And you, he's like, you take it for granted. I'm like, yeah, I, I guess I do. For someone like me who I love my team being there, but we all accept it. Okay, they're going to move to Arlington Heights or whatever. And of course, they want to go out there as winners. They don't want to move out there where the team is still suspect. They want to go out there where their box office and they're drawing people in and they're getting those boxes filled. Now, initially, it's going to happen because it's brand new, but they want it consistently to get back into black as fast as possible. Right. Right. They didn't expect this. Right. No, they no. they expected this to be trending up. So they could try to move out earlier than earlier than possible because they don't want to go out there with a losing team. You right. think they want to take they want to take a, a losing team out to the suburbs to where we, as Shane said earlier, we're all numb to this damn ish. They don't want to. So it, but it also lets you know how how bad they are in understanding what they have going on. And that's, again, the concerning part about this situation. And it's been concerning. Everybody has been here. We could we could talk about different eras and different things that we've liked. But outside of the 80s, it's been concerning. Yeah. All right. Like just in general, yeah. it's 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 been extremely concerning. You know what I'm saying? And now I would say it's more of the same. But again, something that Shane said, it's how did he say it's worse than Tressman? But Virginia ain't never fired two people after two seasons. Yeah. And 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 really, it's not even a season. It was a season in like 10 games because we knew Tressman was out after yeah. 250 burgers, basically, oh or 40 burgers. Like, like we knew it was like the word was in and it was like, yo, this this definitely can't work. And we're sitting here in a situation where a better team, yeah, it's flawed. The team is flawed. They didn't do well with their defensive line. They did not put enough depth behind their offensive line. And people that got mad at me in the offseason for saying that and was like, you don't understand who this person is. And I'm like, dude, these you need you need veteran depth because <laughs> offensive linemen go down all the time. But and everyone's acting like these guys was going to stay healthy. We know they don't stay healthy. And I'm not even talking about on a team like ours. I'm saying in general. Do you think the Josh Lucas comments play into this? You know, he made the comment on with Hogan Johns like, yeah, he's you know, the Bears absolutely improved the talent for Justin, but he's like, they also didn't go above and beyond and all in and say, that's our dude we're doing. They did everything. They, he no, said there's they, a whole they, bunch of gray area there. And he goes, yeah, that it, is concerning because why? He's not the guy that they brought in. It was still to make sure. Let's be honest. Yeah. This year was set up. That if Justin failed, they were going to make it so there's no excuse yep. to where we can be like, oh, you moved off of Justin, but Justin this. It was, okay, he started playing well enough. I'm going to give him Chase Claypool, even though Tomlin doesn't want him. And he kept up with A.B. You know how much mess they keep up with in Green Bay and keep it in-house? And they jettison <clears throat> Chase Claypool before his rookie deal was even up. But still, the point was, all right, Justin's playing well. I'm going to give him this receiver to see if he can play even better. Then it's, okay, this receiver didn't work, and then you blew the top pick in the, in the, the second round, right? I'm going to give him DJ Moore. And then, see, this is where things really got messed up because – and I'm with bringing DJ Moore in. I, even though I don't think it was the haul, everybody said, like, man, they got a haul. It was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good, 
But a hall, when you tell me a hall, we eating, we, we eating forever. I mean, again, people are like, Ken, you can't, you know what I mean, all right? I'm talking about firsts and firsts, all right? Like a hall, right? Because that was the least player that they wanted to give up in Carolina, all right? They were like, nah, we're keeping him and him. You can have him, all right? But you did that. But to your point, Shane, they left themselves the out to having two first-round picks in this draft. You could probably move up. And that's why they like I mean, again, you should still have gotten another first round pick. But of course, and also, and I will hope, I'm be honest, I will hope Ryan Pose was also smart enough to look at the type of quarterbacks that are coming out this year because it's oh, better than last to. year's quarterback. If 100%. we're being honest, you, you, no, if you're, you you're, you're talking about Caleb, you're talking about May, you're, you're talking about, and I mean, again, his is lower, but nobody knew Shador was going to be there. Nobody knew if Penix Jr., nobody knew if you're t- putting Bo Nix in some type of area, if you're looking at Ewers down in Texas. You know, a lot of these guys, we were waiting to see how they came out this year or whatever. Right. But if you look at it compared to the last two years, because if you go back to like the Kenny Pickett, uh, Malik Willis year where – I don't know what anybody was doing drafting quarterbacks that that year, particularly in the first round. Talking about Kenny Pickett, I'm not dissing Kenny Pickett, but he he just wouldn't have been my guy. But then you look at last year, and you had questions on all the quarterbacks. Was Bryce Young was small? You look at Ohio State quarterbacks and CJ Stroud, and CJ Stroud didn't show mobility really until that Georgia game in the playoffs. You look at um, where you had Anthony Richardson only played 14, 12. 14 games didn't show us from the pocket you had uh the kid down there um from yeah levis levis being a physical freak but still being questions about him or whatever it wasn't what this year may end up being so props for for that but still yeah i'm with it you you, and but then i'll say this too would it be wrong to leave yourself because you did still help justin but to leave yourself a little leeway to get out because no, what let's no. hypothetically say that day yeah. you're like right. this is the smart move because you're protecting yeah. yourself it's the best it's of protecting both yourself. worlds it's yeah it's if he yourself. works out you you can draft an offensive lineman a pass rusher wide receiver whatever you want to do but yeah it's it's the 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 best of both worlds a hundred percent you get the you best of both worlds <laughs> oh no Riley, <laughs> hey guys <laughs> 999 Grant Katz. Hey guys, big fan. My biggest worry is that I don't even trust this organization to do anything with an actual franchise QB. We would just become the Chargers Rivers Herbert wasting their talent. That's and what that's, I, that's what I this coaching that's, staff. That's That's what truth, I mean right? but that's what I mean about May and I was going to mention Rivers earlier. I feel like they – I'm going to tell you this, too. I talked to um, Sean Merriman a couple weeks ago, and people kind of forget that – What was his nickname again? Lights, lights I made him do lights, lights, I made him do lights out. out. He did lights. lights out for me. I was like, yo, you can't leave here. You got to do lights out or whatever. He did it. He did lights out. But the thing was, and the reason I'm bringing it up, is because, like, Philip Rivers and where Philip Rivers is and held as far as, yeah, he like this. People forget they were knocking the Colts out. And Peyton Manning's prime. And if Sean Merriman was healthy and there was other stuff, but most players do with whatever he was doing. But remember where Sean Merriman was, and when they was really start to start to peak, that's when the defense wasn't the same defense because oh, he was dynamic that first three, those first three years, yeah. right? And Phillip Rivers was knocking Peyton Manning out like it was nothing. They had Ladamian Tomlinson in the backfield, right? Like, but you end up in a situation Antonio where coach Gates. 
Exactly. But coaching wise, Marty, where there's there's a limit to where that coach can necessarily get you. And then injuries happen in the window. The windows can shut so quick. And then a player who may have won a title at Phillip Rivers, where his draft class with Eli and Ben Roethlisberger, he would be held in a higher accord. You know what I'm saying? He's not because, and it's not necessarily on him. I'm not saying there was a time that Phillip Rivers lost on the game in the playoffs, but but we forget that Phillip Rivers was a sick man at he certain was periods. With of time. A fucking torn ACL. He was still right. out there. Right. Right. But so, and that's that's my fear I when we Philip Rivers, but I mm-hmm. loved him at the same time because right. I respected, you respected the competitor. him. You respected, yeah, you respected. I him. wanted that kind of guy for our team. That right, kind and of that. Guy. So my fear with, and that's why when people talk about the Drake May thing, is I think Drake May could be good enough to be these excellent quarterbacks, but the Bears are so bad, they may need somebody that can even to be better than that because that's how bad they are they have perennial. To find someone that can overcome the shit. Exactly. And that's 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 the thing. So it's not I dislike him, but it's like, you know what? We mess up everything. We're bad in relationships, yeah. right? I need someone that can withstand this mess that I got going on because I'm just a mess. You know what I'm saying? Seven and one, that's it's the only hope at this point because just to your point, well, it's that's like what's Ryan all, it's falling on his plate. That's it's all on him now because Ryan Poles has given us, despite it could it could have. But Polian, Trace Armstrong, yes, but Poles stood at the fucking podium. And said, I chose him. I chose him. So that's on you now. No matter what, it's on you. Now the trust factor. Because if, if Harbaugh, for me, Harbaugh fixes this. I know it. I know it in my heart. He could take what you said, Justin Fields, put the <laughs> offense together. But if Ryan Poles comes in here and says, excuse me, Jim Harbaugh comes in here and says, Ryan Poles is fucking out. Then he's out. Without a doubt. McCaskey's got to sit the fuck back and collect their check and shut up. That's the kind of stuff we need here. But go so, ahead. What were you going to say? But just real I quick, I love Kyle Ware. Go ahead, guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> Kenneth. So if you have the, if you right now, if the season ended and you're, you, the Bears have the number one pick, if it's their pick or Carolina's, mm-hmm. you drafting Caleb. Well, because while you're while you're yeah. while you're having yes. that fight, and you I'm, have, I'm, I'm, just I, I listen, you guys. Yes. I can't I can't lie to you all. I want I I would love for Justin to be the Phoenix and rise from the ashes mm-hmm. and disprove. And regardless of his window fitting financially, what we need to do because he like the thing what Justin has done for me is like, damn, you've been through all the Chicago bullshit, and you gonna you're actually gonna come through and be dope. Where so it would be nice, but one, it's a risk in that he does the window has closed on his contract, basically. And I, and I mean, also, let me say this too my affinity for Justin, I'll be really interested in what his agent is trying to get contractually because oh. you can't go, you can't go over these guys that just got paid. He's not taking care. less than Daniel Jones got. I'll yeah, so I, 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 I'm not mad if, if I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be mad at a some I wouldn't be mad at a somewhat deal in that nature, even though just finding out that Daniel Jones for the Giants to get rid of him is like a $70 million dead cap hit, which is yeah. crazy. I know, I know next year, well, after next season, I should say, 
then it's not as punitive for them. Um, but still, like, I think now you have to do what's best for the organization. Getting back to the Larry Ogunjobi, and this is an apples to orange comparison. Oh, I but forgot about that. But you have to, if you're if Ryan Poles is talking about protecting the or the organization and his team, you have to now if, and you have to go to a quarterback who call if we're really being honest to a degree. College-wise, Caleb is better than what Justin was. Well, if no, we're being no. like, if we're like, if we're being on, if we're being on. Now, I'm not saying that as a physical specimen. No, he's not. He's not bad though. You know what I'm saying? Because he's still he's very mobile. You saw it. But if we're being honest, he there's there outside again. Like I say, and people said it, he does hold on to the ball, but also he's in college. He he, he now he 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 gets away with playing hero ball more. There are some there are some Jay Cutler esque things with his feet, and what I mean with that is, at some point you can't count on that arm to do it all. You got to do it from the the tucker up. You know what I'm saying? Where Caleb right now can spin it with the best of them, and some years when those windows start getting tighter because that arm strength isn't exactly what it is, and plus DBs start getting faster, you need to fundamentally be that better player as far as having your foot in better positions when not under duress, when not under duress. But if we're being honest, I mean, you got to go with them. And I mean, I hate saying, I hate, I hate saying it, um, but it's the truth. So it's, I, and, the Bears on, passed on Dan Marino. Which is there stupid. You there you which go. Which is the and think wow. about that. Think about what they would have been with that in the eighties. Holy, fuck. Hey, that's three super. That's three Super Bowls that's, right there, without a doubt. That's it's three Super Bowls. He's a boss that overcomes everything. So and then, there you go. Go if ahead. If you go back to I, I had brought up Rick Spielman, and he's on the the podcast, uh, the first pick, <clears throat> and they, you know, they're they're covering the draft all year long. It's I, it's actually it's a, it's a great pod to listen to. Okay. They put him up and they went through. They started in 2023 and they said, All right, you have the first pick. Who he's Caleb Williams. And they said, All right, but you're you're getting a bunch of phone. Don't care. I'm not, I'm hanging up every phone call. Caleb and this they then he doubled down today on it, even after the note, because everybody's been melting down over the note. Oh, yeah. Don't care. Well, so then they went to the 2022 draft who are you taking up caleb williams 2021 draft who eats caleb williams over trevor lawrence caleb williams 2020 caleb williams joe burrow draft are you taking caleb williams over joe burrow taking caleb williams he went all the way 17 16 15 14 13 got to 2012 andrew luck and he goes well that is what we like to call a complete toss-up. He said, if there was a gun to my head and I had no time left, I would probably put in the card for Andrew Luck only because he's more developed as a as a passer than Caleb is right now. And bigger. And he went back. Then they asked him, 1998. That's Peyton Manning. I know what you're talking right. about. He's Caleb Williams. I mean, so that's I think he is with it. 
I mean, listen, they're going to be warts. Same thing. Go ahead. 15. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I did say the same thing. It was Rick Spielman. I said the last 15 years, I've not seen a quarterback like this. And when you look at, I'm not that guy that gets fooled by a game. You just have to you look at the it's, whole I mean, thing. In college, too. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that defense sucks. All the those people that are worried about that would have signed Mitch to a franchise-altering deal after exactly. the game. Ex- exactly. Like, exactly. No. Yeah, I, it's it's still sad, you know, that we're still at this point, but it's the smarter decision to make. And it right. doesn't mean we hate Justin. Like I say, I want the best for Justin. I want Justin to get out of here. And also, I want to help the Bears. Like, I was looking at it as this. If Justin can play well, it raises his value, and you get to the point where – because every team can't be at the top of this upcoming draft. Atlanta's, Some teams – Atlanta's knocking on that door. Yeah, and he Atlanta. should go yeah, – Seattle knocking on that door. Right. And so take advantage of that and let him go to competent franchises. Um, we can actually see what Arthur Smith can do with the competent quarterback because um, if the only person he's had in the pros is Ryan Tannehill when he was offensive coordinator in Tennessee. Um, even though I really don't like some of the things they did last year and when it comes to the Falcons where Kyle Pitts and it was very questionable. But still, you look at the weapons that they have in Atlanta. They have the whip on offense in Atlanta and their defense has improved. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy. Right you ever there. do this, Frank Hacks, Dollar, Taysom Hill type QB, running back he, QB. He, he wouldn't do it. And w- do you know the difference in the type of money that Taysom Hill gets and starting quarterbacks get in the NFL? And there's other teams out there that want you to be their starting quarterback. Why would you sit there and one also get hurt more by doing something like and take Taysom Hill in college and even in the pros was never the quarterback that Justin Fields was. Hell like man. we the problem with we I've get never with Justin seen Fields one thing Taysom Hill has done at quarterback that I'm like, oh, he's a quarterback. Oh, yeah, he's a quarterback. Thank you. He's a no, quarterback. So no, like no, and I'm just not a diss to the person that wrote that, but no, like just, why would Justin himself, his family, his team, his that. agent be like, yo, I want to take less money and get beat up more when he at least gets one and a half more bites at the apple to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like, no, he's like that. No, like, and again, it's just messed up. It didn't work here. Um, it's just how messed many, up. How many weeks? Do you think he's out with this injury? Four. I know. Flu- I, thought, I was going to say. I was going to say. I was going to say four. You say. Four? I wonder if he's going to push it. I wonder if he. Why well, would you? Ask that. Why would you? Agent. Kenneth, you you're, you're, agent like, you're his agent, out. and that's what we talked about today, five, Shane. Then one we and six. Then one. And, listen, I'm out. as competitive as anybody. Mm-hmm. But at the same fucking time, with this, this coach, is also a business. A multi-billion-dollar business. You know, you speak that science, Shane. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm. I'm saying. I wonder what he. I wonder what he would want. But if I'm his agent, I'm definitely like, don't come back to this mess. You think he's like, I gotta get back in there for. I gotta. I gotta get back in there for Flus and for Getsy. No. No. <laughs> no. You know what? I'm gonna be no. No, but I his think guys. He wanna, yes. He, that's what he would want to do it yep. for his guys. I think that's why he would want to do. I think that has a lot to do with what he wants to do because he knows those are not his guys. They have not set him up. They have not been advantageous to his future. You know what I'm saying? I oh think a lot God. of this is I'm I'm the QB. I'm the leader, and I think he. I don't. I don't think it's BS he how he takes a lot of called him out 
then right. they a lot of Q- retract it. Right. A lot of QBs take it like, oh, I'm the QB, so I'm the guy regardless. I think Justin Texas, like like any QB, yeah, I'm the guy, but no, I want to be that man for y'all. I want to lead y'all. I want to be that. Again, he does have some issues himself, but if we're being honest, more of this is on the Bears being the Bears because they never set him up for, for where we can he's consistently see. One, he's not the number one problem here, Kenneth, and it's not right. – It's not to me, it's not even not close. close. But unfortunately, you're at the spot in – the way that the NFL works with him going to be going into year four next year, and you're still going to have unanswered questions. <clears throat> and if you believe in this quarterback class that's coming out, I got a question, and I've yeah. seen it in chat. I got a question for y'all. And I, this is my only question for y'all. So let's just hypothetically say, let's just say the Bears get Caleb Williams mm-hmm. or Drake May, but let's just go with Caleb Williams. So let's just say you have the third overall pick or whatever. So you stay in there and you taking Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm my phone lines are open, but I don't know how. Listen, <clears throat> I'm with Lance Briggs <clears throat> in this. Lance Briggs isn't gonna draft you. Lance Briggs said he's not he's sticking with Justin no matter what. He's using both. The picks, uh, you know, offensive line, offensive to get, line, and Marvin Harrison to Jr. get to get horses up front. Okay, I'm sorry. If you have Fashanu sitting there staring you in the fucking face, and you can have your bookends for the next twelve years on your offensive line, is that can can I? I understand the glitz and the glamour that comes with Marvin Harrison. That's great. Everybody loves having a great wide receiver on Madden and I'd love All DJ out. Moore and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to listen. My son's going to be 16 in three years, a little over three years. I ain't buying him a fucking Lambo to drive. <laughs> you know how what I mean? Buy, how dare you not buy him a Lambo? I, I, I'm just saying, are we not living this right now with the offensive with line you. and you want to address it with a wide receiver? That's I, what love I, Ma- I love Marvin Harrison. Listen, if he's far and away the best player on your board, I think you have your phone lines have. That's why I'm hoping that if they're going to fucking bottom out, then they bottom out and they get number one and number two, because then at number two, you have the big neon sign saying, who wants to come get Drake May? Drake May. And exactly. when I, when Arizona calls me, I say, guess what? All calls start with both your first rounders this year, mm-hmm. your first rounder next year. Oh, guess what? You know what else you're going to send me? Your second round. If you want your after. quarterback, I want Paris Johnson Jr. back. Ooh. You don't want your quarterback? You're not going to give him up because guess what? You're not going to get your quarterback. I'm going to be that asshole. That's I'm going to hold... I'm going to hold Drake May there. You have to be a fucking assassin. And that is what I am not sure that Ryan Poles is. Maybe that. Oh, yeah, Shane. Like, that BS about not being too greedy. Guess what? Guess what? Oh, they're not going to give up <laughs> Paris Johnson. You're not going to give him up. You're not getting your quarterback. I'm with you. And I think that's the them. way that you have to be. That, that, I, I think, Ken, listen. And this is, what, this is what my guys came back with me yesterday in this discussion at Alex and Josh. I think it was Alex. I can't remember. But one of them was like, look at what Chase, what, uh, what uh, Jamar Chase was with Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow didn't have an offensive line. I was like, that's a great point. But we're sitting here. We know we need a tackle. 
All right, you know you need a tackle and you need a defensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. And like so, so at one point, and it, it sounds sweet to be like, "Yo, Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison." So the defense is going to continue to suck. And again, now again, what well, I'll say this: Washington can't keep everybody because they paid Deron Payne. But then you're in. I you're, think but, I think that's going to be their move, Kenneth. But but is, see, the problem with that, Shane, it's is injury. sweat. That's why I was because you're going to so you're going to be young. And be of, course, young. of course, Young is going to ball out this year because he's trying to get back out on the market. But when let, that knee pops back up in two years, where, let me ask you ahead. this. They're going to pay Montez Sweat. So this is this is the role that I love to play. Phil is the coach. I don't want to coach. I'm going to put the I'm the GM. Me too. So I'm Ryan Poles. And I'm calling Washington and I'm going to say you're paying sweat. You have a bunch of money invested into your defensive line already. You need another cornerback. And I have Jalen Johnson sitting here. I'm going to send you Jalen Johnson. You're going to send me Chase Young. They're both free agents. I'm going to pay him. You're going to pay Jalen and Montez they're Sweat. Want, they're going to want more. Oh. They're going, I'm, not get, I'm not against I will make the well, deal. That's when you make, have to say, all right, I will make well, the, then you're going to lose him for nothing. Because the they're not paying Young and Sweat. Yeah, I, would, I would make, but the fear, the fear would, would be, be the fear would be who they may trade young to outside of us. Oh, sure. But sure. I'm with, I'm with you. Well, who's trading I'm, him a 24 I'm, year old cornerback? I'm moving off of Jalen Johnson at that point, and also where you're at right now. And I'm where, not feel. I'm not Jaylen feel do? exactly. So you got that part. So I'm saying I'm not feel, but there is when you're rebuilding right now, and like we had this discussion on the show. And everybody's like, "Yo, he's good or whatever." You're re, you're this rebuild is slower than what you expected. Yeah. So now, pay, and one thing you've showed us you can do is draft DBs. So, what has Jalen Johnson done? He, he plays say, decent enough. He played decent. They draft. He play, he no, and I mean decent. I mean, I mean, real, I mean, I mean, good, Phil. I mean, he's he's we a he's a pretty and, and say that they're saying that that. Justin's not tackle. our guy, and not and say the same thing cover. about Jalen. Jalen's not right. their guy either, and they drafted yeah. all these DBs for a reason. Terrell Smith, a reason. Tyler yeah, Gordon. No. I'm making. The, I mean, but I don't think they're not resigning Roman. him. I mean, and he had he he came out today and said he can see the future to a to a degree as far as where this team is at right now. Um, but yeah, if you could pull that off, but see, my only problem with that, and you already know. Is now we're bringing in a beat up player who, yeah. if if we're being honest and we know sports, that knee is going to be a problem. It, how long it kept him out, and I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying like, but you, you you're making a deal with the devil that you have to know it, it, that the devil's going to come to pay in the near future. But that's what you have to do. But again, you also, have, ele- you also have 10, money 11 weeks to get him in your system system right. yeah check everything i think out. it's house money because no, Jalen is what he is and you think, need an edge presence you need a you need a three you need a disruptor in the oh, middle exactly all right me. you need to just and regardless of whatever we're playing you need right. somebody who's collapsing the pocket true. on the direct line which is the fastest way to do anything in this world, right? But the whole point of the conversation and why I asked you guys is was everyone's negating the trenches. And we're talking one thing that we talk here is real football. We can be as creative as we want to, we can be as air ready as whatever we want to be, or whatever in the numbers or whatever the hell we're doing. 
But still, if you're not winning in the trenches, you're not really winning no title. These all right. guys have struggled real, with the real center quick. position for think, 27 seasons. I think we're all in agreement here, and I know that half of the chat is melting down because of we said to potentially pass on Marvin Harrison Jr. And you can't pass on a Hall of Famer. Well, pump the fucking brakes on Hall of Fame. Let's just let's just be a really good NFL wide receiver first. But (laughs) all these guys, just listen, he's a fantastic prospect. There's nothing etched in stone. Look at Detroit years ago. Charles Rogers. Oh, Mm mm-hmm. He's the he's the next Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. He's Mike the next Williams. Then they figured it out with Calvin Johnson. Finally, third, third yeah. time. It's a charm. Maybe how many Super Bowls? How many Super Bowls did Randy Moss and Terrell Owens win? Yeah, exactly. You know how how many Super Bowls did Chad? Do you? And again, it's this is the thing I used to say to people, and it's changed over the last four or five years. How many Super Bowls did at that moment the best receiver in the NFL win over the last twenty five years? And if you go look at those Super Bowl yeah. victories, majority of them did not have a top Green, five wide receiver. Jerry Rice. I was going to say, Phil, Jerry Rice, Tyreek. Yeah. Now, and, and, and before, and when he was winning, we didn't look at Tyreek Hill as being, he was growing into being one of the better receivers. Right, right. But you couldn't how say many, he was at that time. Yeah, he was a return guy that was transitioning. He was a speed guy. Right. And now he's more well-rounded. But how many Super Bowls? And like you said, like now, we see guys going deeper in the playoffs yeah. like Jamar and like Burrow, like uh, Diggs and like and like uh, Josh Allen. But how many Super Bowls have been won by having one of the top receivers on your, your roster? Do you know how many rings yeah, and has on his and, hand? And I was going to – I like that one. I was going to say cup. I forgot cup. Cooper and, cup, again, yeah. Marvin Harrison ain't won a Super Bowl since 95, 98. I mean, not Marvin Harrison. Irvin. Michael Irvin. Michael, Michael Irvin ain't won a Super Michael Irvin ain't won a Super Bowl since we was short. We was dating when Irvin was winning Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? I said Tyreek Hill. I'm just, but I'm, I'm again, everybody. Nokia still flip think, phone then. Right, bro. right. They still think about what I'm just saying. Some people say, just just say been to a Super Bowl. The point is, and I'm not, I wouldn't be mad. If the Bears drafted Marvin Harrison Jr. I would just hope, and at this point, we don't think management is smart enough to be able to find the trench players without having the prerequisite draft capital to get them at the front of the draft. If we believed that they could scout and find them, we'd all be like, yo, do it, because we know these guys can find trench guys. This is what they do. That's not what they do. They haven't done it. They haven't done it. Let's knock these out. I can't. We're talking about a show, one of the best shows, I think, in a long time, just hammering out facts, dropping mics, then picking the mic back up, only to slam it again <laughs> with Kenneth Davis here from the under center podcast all night talking about the bears more analogies on this show than traffic in la junior ain't going five dollars can we really trust the bears to draft williams and harrison jr i don't i truly believe the bears are going to do a pinky in the brain move and do something else well kenneth was 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 plotting here to Shane and 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 Kenneth are looking at linemen. Hold Drake May, draft Caleb, trade back, pick up three linemen. How about a center? How about a center for once? For God's I still sake. can't believe that I at this point, 
Yeah. At it, this point, Shane, at this at this effing point that you haven't addressed the guy directly snapping the ball, the guy directly to be the stout guy right in front of the cube. Talk talking about three technique and, and direct line. Exactly. You still out here, dog, Lucas talking to Patrick. people. So it's like dude, I'm star for that. So I said this last year in August when Josh Rock joined our show, yes. coming from the Bay Area. I said, listen, people are talking about this Lucas Patrick, Cody Whitehair shit like it's it's legit. I said, one, how do we know Cody hasn't hit the wall? He's longer than two. And we all know with sports, it just yeah. it's just that year. I said that to him and I said, Lucas Patrick has been a backup. We're saying that he's going to come here and, and for 17 games be a stalwart. And both were messed up. And then again, this offseason and talking to him, I said, and you guys know him, and everybody here knows. So I'm not saying it's like I'm 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 uh Nostradamus or anything. I said that exchange is gonna be something. And he finally like he's seen it, but then last week was like, you see what I was talking about with Cody yeah, and that shotgun? Exactly. Where you you already dude, it's great that Justin's an athlete, but then you throw Beijing out there, a, a young guy that hasn't even had any time. With balls coming and jumping and doing yeah, all of he's this, jumping in the air, he's... and you haven't, you didn't go out this year and just say, you know what, I'm putting Cody at guard. Leave I'm gonna go there. get a, I'm gonna go get a center. I'm gonna okay. pay somebody. I'm gonna trade for. And do you know how much more that would have alleviated everything? Because that position would have been set. Then you have Cody. Just if we're talking about depth, you got mm-hmm. Cody, Tevin. Yeah. Whatever you're doing with Borum, but still, you you now these guys are knocked down a knock, and you're not trying to put Lucas Patrick. We I'm all knew the news on Luke. We we know, like we saw Lucas. You Lucas Patrick can't play. In the street. That's what I said. Guard Kenneth during during cutdowns. I said yeah. to Phil, I said it's <laughs> if I'm the GM and I'm the Bears, I don't need a a thirty or a thirty one year old journeyman offensive lineman that's you can essentially tell is washed all because they're leaders in the locker room well then that means i'm not doing my job if i need to rely on those guys i would much rather gamble on the upside of a guy like dieter Iselin that was on our roster than gamble on lucas patrick staying healthy or cody whitehair being functional at center what where's the downside you're one in five you know what I mean? John Michael Schmitz was staring you in the face on draft day. And I said to myself, holy shit, this worked out for the Bears. Now they have their center. They just drafted their right tackle. This is so anti-Bears. And then, nope. boom, they made the pick. Trevon Dexter. For I died. No, oh. I, I mean, no, dude, this, after last season, this should have been, this should have been remedied in free agents. I'm going to tell you a couple of things that kind of surprised me. This You should have brought in two veteran offensive linemen, uh, either through trade or through free agency. Now, the center could have been through trade because nobody wants to give them up, so you have to entice the team to get it. You should have had a swing tackle here. If you didn't believe in Larry Borum, so why don't you have a swing tackle? Right. I, for instance, I said I said today we talked to, to Benny Bond Sr. And one of the questions I asked him was like, what did you guys think when the Bears signed? And he's, for anybody that doesn't know, he covers the Raiders. I said, what did you think when the Bears picked up the waiver on uh, Alex Leatherwood? And he was basically like, huh? Because we knew here he was not that dude, basically. 
And you then then he said the Raiders were happy because if you all can remember, they picked him off yeah. off the of waivers, so they had to continue to pay him his rookie deal, and the Ra the Raiders didn't have to pay him his rookie. Right, deal. Yeah, relieve them. I would have done that. I would have made the same. I had move. no problem. Just yeah. because you had a hundred million in space, and you're just seeing who he is. Shame, yeah. but the point that the point that yeah. I'm getting to, right? I'm I'm with you, but these guys, unlike you and I, are supposed to know better. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally you're supposed so like you and I, yeah, it makes <laughs> sense, but they're supposed to look at the tape, look at where he came from, the pedigree, look at the Raiders needing him, yeah. right? It wasn't and look at his failure and and try to really analyze it and feel out if one, if it's worth picking up on a waiver, or one, let seeing if he falls through the waivers and you can get him because who knows if anybody else would have picked him up. Now, again, I'm on the outside looking in. They could have had information that someone else was so going to pick him up. But the point still that I'm making is they failed again yep. in their evaluation. And this gets back to my point of this was supposed to be their expertise when it comes to Ian Cunningham and Ryan Poles, yeah. offensive linemen. This was supposed to be y'all bag. That's right? their layup every time they get That's talked your about. bunny. That's your bunny. Yeah. That's and you bunny. you haven't you haven't kicked out and shown us you can do your bunny yet, dog. You know what they good at? DBs. That's not your bunny, right? Like that. Like that's not your fucking so Easter like, bunny over here. So and that, <laughs> it, so that's where it, it gets maddening on where. So even like when you're talking about like Dieter and Doug and all, I can't even believe in that because you guys really haven't shown. That you're picking these guys and like, like, yo, I do this. Like, and again, like, again, I, I love, I like Braxton Jones' character. I think Braxton Jones can be a capable NFL player. I think they put him in an inadverse situation. Yeah. But outside of him, the rest of these guys that y'all, like, if they were good, y'all don't even play him. Let us know that y'all don't really believe in him, right? Like, if y'all really, and we know you force, you will force Eberflus to put somebody out there, basically, Ch right? Tyree Carter, and, right? That you will, kid, Roche, again, it's the, not a knock on Roshan. Darnell Wright, no, though, is legit. I he, no, he's he's legit. He's legit. He's I'm not. Legit. I'm not saying, and he has to. He deserve from his pedigree. He deserves the chance to fail. All right, right. If exactly. you look at it, but being an SEC kid, a lot he's of other teams would have bodies. Grabbed, he's yeah, being, a lot of other teams would have. He's making. He hasn't. He's had. He's having mental conniptions. Because he's a yeah. young, he's he's a we young, yeah, and he's vortex okay. here. The Seymour vortex. <laughs> it's just still like the failures at things that we were supposed to trust. This is your bag. This is, is your where bag. it gets to where it's like not nah, like th that's where it's like this. Everything is questionable, and it is so systemic with the Bears because this is just how it always goes. Yeah. And that's always the bad part about this situation. It just, it's just Anything it goes. goes when it comes to hoes because pimping ain't easy, Poles. I don't think he's getting it. He ain't getting it there. I think Fields has PTSD at this point. Three years of this with two trash regimes has possibly ruined his ability to function under pressure. Yes, we talked about that. That's where we are now. And at the crossroads of whether or not he comes back or his agent advising, you know what? Stay the fuck out and just get your thumb healthy and allow this shit show to get out of there. That could be the case, too, here. Even in the doldrums of the season, I think there is 
things that we can see and analyze, obviously led by Bayesian going forward and, and Darnell Wright and DJ Moore. How do they play? Dwight, 499. I would love Fashanu, the Penn State, and Van Pran from Georgia. He's giving you two offensive linemen there. Uh, Jim Larison has a quote. <laughs> what does KD think of J.J. McCarthy, quarterback, Michigan? Local Naz Jim, kid. Jim, how you be? with your wife, though? Is he, what is he? <laughs> he has to throw the joke. <laughs> it's it, I would say it's Jim. The, the thing would be verticality um, with J.J., yeah. Um, again, that's not to say that he may not be and one thing. I'll say this is twofold. This isn't, I'm not just uh doing this to placate quarterback NFL now, quarterbacks with decent arms, and we've seen this with Tom Brady. And I'm not talking about Brady's greatness, I'm just talking about strength and conditioning. Quarterbacks' arms do get better oh, the yeah. last 15 to 20 years in the pros. But the to get to your point, it's um it's the verticality that I would kind of be a little bit, that's my apprehensive you're talking about right now. And again, they'll be in the dome probably moving forward, but you're talking about outside in the wind on the lakefront in the winter time. And it's, it would be the verticality. Like, I mean, one thing that I feel like, and again, this could just be me being, you desire something. Um, and I said this talking about Dave Wanstead. So Dave Wanstead got on me one day because I got on him about Steve Walsh. And I was yeah. like, dude, I mean, why? Did, I was like, man, why didn't y'all have Kramer in there, man? Because Steve Walsh and that little popcorn arm. Said, Steve Walsh, you know, he won me down there in Miami. Uh, shout out to Wani. But, um, but, like, but, uh, but, uh, but the thing was, and even back then, and mind you, I was younger, and it's just, but even back then, it wasn't as important as it is now. Verticality is uber important. That's like when I was talking earlier about Penn State and Drew Aller. And the reason it's really going to hold Penn State back this year is they're not one. He doesn't have the pass catchers. Let me say that because I'm a huge Drew Aller guy, but also the verticality. Like right. you have to be able to get those safeties to go back. Like period. You have to be able to be like, yo, we worried about this backside, and it opens everything up in the intermediate and the run game. And if you got a guy where you're like, we can sit on this up front. It's a problem, and depend. It's specific. Really, to get down to Jim's question, specifically with a team that doesn't know how to develop anybody, you know, like right. the problem. And that's why I'll say this. That's why we keep talking about Caleb, is because the fear of we bring Drake May in here and he just retains being Drake May, where Caleb, because he's already shown us that he has some specialness, may be able to do that to overcome the BS that we have going on here. Forget who's the coach. Forget who's the gym. It's here in this. It's permeated within this organization. Like, so that's the thing where when you're talking about quarterbacks where there's already a question, but I'll, I'll go back to this for Jim. And I said this at the beginning of this. I have never seen a great Bears quarterback in my life. So what the hell does any of us know? Because yeah. when it comes to our favorite team, so even to be honest with you, the situation where, it could be a, a, a Washington commander situation or you take a quarterback in the first round and you take Kirk Cousins in the fourth or fifth or wherever they took Kirk Cousins. Exactly. And it proves out, you know, so I'm not saying that that's stupid or anything, but if we're just talking about, again, you're not taking JJ McCarthy in the first round, you know what I'm saying? No. Like you're, no. you're not. And we're talking. So the, 
that's the conversation we're talking about. Who would you take if you had the first pick, but preferably who would you take in the first round? Breaking it down with Kenneth Davis. We're almost three hours into this show. Kenneth, which one has the most hope that it might get better? Socks or bears? He wanted to know. Bears. I wanted bears. to make bears. Okay. Because yeah. it's parody. The NFL parody within the NFL, even with bad organization. Dog, the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl. Yes. They you know did. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for like for real. And could have like like could and look at won. what they Yes. So p- the parody in the NFL allows you. Falcons were the, up on the fucking Patriots. Oh, don't get me talking about that because I was talking so much shit. At, I was talking so much shit at that party. Um, <laughs> oh man, I was talking crazy, man. I was talking, and then they. Oh my Shame. god, man, Cal Shanahan, you messed me over that day. But uh, or was Sakizian? Who was the who was the uh, offensive coordinator? It was Kyle. It was Kyle. Wasn't it that part? Was it Steve Sakizian? It was Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, it was Kyle. Yeah, and you just didn't run the ball. Right, all you had to do to run. was run the day. You didn't want him to Same be this dude from the Seahawks. I was just that's where I was going. Plant. I want I, every all these teams want to dictate <laughs> who the MVP of the Super Bowl is. Dog, win the fucking MVP. Just win it. I mean, win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl first. Don't worry about that. All right. Win the damn Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a knock on any of these quarterbacks. It's just we're so bad, we need somebody who seems like they can overcome this type of bad. Listen, you said it all tonight. You've been so generous with your time here. Talking yep, I've enjoyed, my, I've like, enjoyed myself with you, dude. I, I honestly, this, this might have been one of our better ones, and I had some yeah. fun no, with y'all. This is the <laughs> therapy session tonight. Oh, right? it is. As much anybody as they drive me crazy, it's always therapeutic when you talk about it and get you well, know. You guys, we all like unraveled stuff. it. It was like Christmas morning, and you got a bunch of really good gifts but don't you, you weren't feel like this it. is what they need yeah they need us they need yes. this shit right here yeah they know ryan shut the fuck up and don't analyze every word coming out of your mouth at your pressers i said to phil i feel more at ease with ian cunningham when he's right. up at these pressers. I feel like he's more in control. Ryan Pohl seems very nervous and out of place. And Cunningham's in there. He's got his hat on. He's got it cocked and locked. And he's just like, yeah, you know, this is just. Yeah. Who says like he's you. not? Who? I said to he Phil. be the answer. Kevin right Warren. Your, right in your house. I think you have to interview him if you launch these guys. That's another. Um, I, have, I don't have no. I mean, you do. You got to do whatever you have to do. Damn right. Every everyone is being reevaluated. No one has done what they were supposed to do, at all. It's it's been a failure. Yeah. And you could sit here and tell me because Alex and I got into a debate. Yeah, last year was supposed to be a wash, but that was a, you were not supposed to end up with the first pick in the draft even last year. Yeah, and then, but you ended up washing yourself with shit. Right, and, and now you have to try to use soap that's here. <laughs> Right. But but Shane, the thing is, again, if last year you weren't supposed to end up with the number one pick, this year your pick yeah. damn sure wasn't supposed to be the number one pick. So, like, and that gets back to your Tressman thing earlier, where it's like, wait, 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 it's not supposed to be like this. Tressman and- was like a level. You would, like, dictate the lowest of levels was Tressman, right? Right, We've- right. 
we've beaten that. We're like in the doldrums of hell, all <laughs> hell. But let's not forget, we thought Tressman had that off. We knew the defense, and they were taking money away from the defense at that point. But we right. thought that offense, oh, and it yeah. wasn't the same because Justin was using the run. We thought the offense was going to continue to excel moving forward, even better than what last year's offense was, right? Oh, yeah. This year, you mean? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. thought you were talking about back then. There was a glimmer with Alshon. No, that's what I'm Marshall. saying. There was yeah. Martellus. Martellus. You got to think about – Think about. I mean, they had some weapons. Chargers they, game. Remember? They had some weapons on that Cutler offense. gets hurt in that Chargers game. Yeah. I think we're going to the fucking Super Bowl. I really yeah. did. That was yeah. that year. Under Tressman, and then it just fell apart. It fell apart. Was that Tressman, right? Was that Tressman? Yeah, because Tressman came what 2013, right? Yeah, they fired Lovey 2012. Tressman came in. So who that was, was there? that season, right? When Ch Jay Cutler gets hurt trying to make a tackle on a pick with Johnny yeah. Knox. That was 2011. That no, 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 oh, no, no, no. That was Lovey. Tressman. I think right, the Bears win the fucking Super Bowl that year, by the way. Yeah, that was what I was talking They about. were rolling. They were 7-3, and three and they were heading into the AFC West. Yes. And they the AFC West that year was trash. It was awful. So then you essentially had pick. three more wins. You, They were rolling, and Jay tried to. Thank that, you, That Anthony. was Johnny Knox's up. fault because Johnny Knox it quit running his slant. Up fucking rounded his pattern yeah. i hate when receivers do that round their pattern i hate <laughs> just break to the football bro break yeah. what's on. a slant pass i'd love to see a few of those here imagine Dude, no. really are you serious more? they do that they do that yeah they do that. that that's why i heard they're gonna do this <laughs> like the so that's what i heard this yeah. week like they're gonna run a lot of slants. And I was like, so they're gonna do slants now. Yeah. yeah. With all these with all these small receivers that should be able to get the advantage on the inside. Now, now we're gonna run slants but when you got these what, quick this is what, <laughs> what, what they game plan publicly because they think they can fool you. Even Lovey used to do you remember Love? Oh, we're gonna get off the bus. What's the bus running running the football. Come on, big guy. You remember that? And then mm -hmm. you go out there and they Throw the ball 48 times. Exactly. Our slant is legal. Yeah. <laughs> never. Never. Not in Chicago. It's what Chicago. <laughs> Who was the receiver we picked up from the Giants for a minute? He runs a slant. We score. And then he gets hurt. And I'm like, that's it. The end of the slant. The end of the slant. It could be a 30 for 30 in and above itself. Anyway. Fuck. We've done it all, Kenneth. I think we hit all uh, one last carry Franklin, $20. Is TTNL coming to a game? He's going to the Raidettes game yeah. this week, and we'll go to one more this year when TTNL. We'll have, we'll meets have an update on that. We'll have an update. I don't know. We're living in. It's so bad. It don't make any sense for them to come here. This it's year. like, yeah. yes, Chicago. <laughs> That's, us bad. That's how bad it's gotten. Like, you want me to fly in and watch <laughs> yeah. that live? Can, Claudio, are you into that? <laughs> what's up? What's up, Kenneth? Bro, great show. Listen, dude, you got two drops tonight. I think we got to keep. Yes. Right? But what up? in the razzle dazzle are we doing out of out here? It was yes. great. That was great. Thank you, Claude. And then the bunny one that you just did was the pretty bunny. funny. So Appreciate always, you, always great, bro. You you always you, man. 
I can oh, hear man, the play Chicago, right? Wasn't that Chicago? The play? Does that hat smell like mothballs? It's so old, Claude. Dude, this is an original. <laughs> this guy right looked like. Look at this. this. Wow. That shit was screen printed downtown Listen, Chicago. Listen, we're so bad. I got. I had to put this on just to think about. I hope it. I hope it alleviates. Alleviates it the does. fuckery. It yeah. does. Okay. It does. It makes me. It feel has a that bit shine. What was that material? It's like shiny, but it's soft. Uh -huh. It's a trucker shit? hat. It's got the foam on the inside. The foam. Yeah, right. it's, it's like a, a foamy. So it's actually not bad condition for being that old. So Claudio's. You know, I like the vintage. He shit. uses our show to sell his shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't selling that. This is my collection, man. On eBay, that. right after the show. <laughs> We're going get, live, get, ladies and gentlemen. I get DDP to sign it. We'll, What's we'll, that shit on Howard Stern when they call in? The radio. What is it? Tradio. Claudio's yeah. got his own tradio. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> buddy. Oh, we should do it for you, Claudio. Yeah. Bring on some of your. You gotta you sign gotta it, Phil. You're gonna sign it. No, and then we'll make the big bucks. That's a classic hat, right we'll there. The big bucks. Anyway. We don't even have to do any segments tonight. I hope Claudio didn't cut it out. I didn't. I Good. anticipated. I did not want to watch that game again. I'm sorry. So I watched sorry. it once and I was like, I ain't watching that fucking game again. Well, Good. Got the bunnies out. <laughs> Who thought that dude was going to be a better coach than our guy? <laughs> Who know? Pee-wee. Pee-wee's big adventure in Arizona is better than... Eber lose. Eber lose. <laughs> Listen. Kenneth, do you have anyone you want to shout out tonight? No, I want to shout out you guys. I'm going to shout you guys out. If I, I hope I don't forget. I'm shouting you guys out Sunday. Um, yes, on the under I'm center. You guys, yes, I'm shouting you guys out on UC because this is – I'm going to be honest with you, man. They've been so bad that part of me was like, man, I don't even know what we're going to do tonight, right? This has been fun. As I mean, I always enjoy myself coming here, and it's not just you all. It's the community. Yeah. Agree or not, but this has been fun. And that's one of the things that – that's why it's so bad, because yeah. we take this shit and make flowers out of it yeah. consistently, <laughs> and they, they just keep giving us manure, and it's like, I can make some flowers, boss. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> – and, 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 and like, but then it comes on us – to come and to talk and like we all got to come back together because we're being mistreated. But this has been a joyous time. Um, it's been fun, man. I appreciate you all, everybody. You know, Phil, Shane, Claudio, Sherry. It's cars. I'm going to forget more. Ivan, everybody. Yes. You know, guys. You guys know. You know how I feel about y'all. Keep up the great work because it's not easy. Um, and you guys are always out there. You're doing it. People see you at training camp because we see you guys all over. Um, and you're giving people a respite in this storm. Um, and it's always storming. I didn't know we lived in Seattle, but it's always it's always storming here, man. And but still, and we just try to look for reasoning. Nobody's dissing anybody. Nobody's dissing Tyson Bajan. Nobody's dissing Justin Fields. It just gets to the point of common sense. I would love for Justin Fields to be the answer here. It, but it's to the point now where, and I used to always use uh, relationship analogies. Listen, baby girl, we didn't have too many issues, and it's too early for us to sit here and be like, let's try to do this for another 20 years. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it may just be better off for you to to go and and find someone that suits you at this point. Creepers. Better suits me at this point. It's and, and, and it's not an easy divorce. It's not a divorce that I care for, but it may be a healthier divorce. And like I said it again, I wanted more for Justin yeah. because we shouldn't have been able to ruin him. It's not like, you, it's me. Yeah. That's what the yeah. bears are saying. Yes, yeah. yes. And right. like we've never we've never like even going back to my daddy telling me about Bobby Douglas, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Bobby Douglas wasn't heralded like this and drafted in this high position. But I'm just talking about physical traits of my dad telling me Bobby Douglas can run and break fingers throwing the ball, like, you know, watch out for Bobby Douglas. He got a cannon or whatever. But just right. still talking about the different years where the Bears have had chances to draft quarterbacks. They usually draft the guy that you like. Oh, you fall in love with him because the Bears drafted him. But he right. wasn't the guy on the board where you were it's like, yo, arranged marriage. Right, but this was a time where it was like, "Yo, it's it's Trevor Lawrence and it's this kid." Whether and we were all like, regardless yeah. of where anything else, we all kind of knew that, right? And you you ended up because how other teams was, and regardless of how you feel, uh, um, Trey Lance wasn't the guy, Zach Wilson wasn't the guy, and even though he got drafted later, and again, of course, whatever Bill Belichick like did, Jones, but but and Bel- Belichick messed him up more, but still, he wasn't the guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Unless Kyle Shanahan was getting him. But the guys where you can still see it now, the second best quarterback in that draft was Justin Fields, period. That was, he was the second best quarterback in that draft, and he fell to us, and we broke him. Not I'm not absolving Justin and saying Justin was fine. It, that Justin didn't have to build and cut out some things. That's not what I'm saying. Pay attention to the context. But with what you were starting off from, he was one of the best clay pieces of clay that we've ever had in Chicago. And we Chicago did again, and not us as far as people here, but that organization. We we Put actually did we did it again this fast too. You know what I'm saying? Like this was supposed to be where we're in like year five, and we're like Justin is good, but I don't know if he's great. That's where we were supposed to get to. In all fairness, we were supposed to get to man. Justin is like man. He in the back end of the top ten, maybe he's eleven or whatever. I don't or he's seven, but I don't know if he could be three and four. That's right. what we were supposed to get to with Justin Fields. And go ahead, Shane. I have to laugh because my I have a bunch of Eagles fans in my family, and they're melting down because of the loss of the Jets. And talking to them, they're like, "Fucking hurts in those those picks." And I'm like, "Oh man, that you." I feel so bad for you guys, right? You know what right. I mean? That yeah. that right. that's your woe is me moment. This is like. Yeah, a show, and then you go like this. Meanwhile, in yeah. Chicago, I'm just yeah. a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. You're <laughs> you're got. saying, Phil, it's not you, it's me. But that's that's what you have to essentially say to Justin or your ex or whoever. It's yeah. not you, it's me. But I got to go over here and see if it's her next. Yeah, that's you got. You can't yep. get out and of the still broke. And Shane, I'm still broken and haven't fixed my own issues, but yeah. I'm about to take it over here to her. Yeah, she's got <laughs> some duct tape and some, you know, uh, some good <laughs> stuff. I'm gonna go check that out. See if see if she's not the answer, too. <laughs> There's there, hope, guys. There's, there's hope. I hope that there's Let's hope, hope, guys. Let's hope <laughs> there's hope. Right. There's always hope in the NFL with the Bears. We've been abused and tonight as kenneth was eloquently saying and then 
completely went into another rant, which we all do here on this show. The Bears are that relationship. Then you're with your boys and you get talking about it and it's therapeutic and you feel better and you have some laughs because you're all on the same fucking bus riding Chicago down sports the media road. was melting down today because Layla Rahimi had her her little rant and I'm like that ain't no rant that ain't no they don't rant. they don't know rant that was gotta come rant. here that was like that woman that gets paid to look like she's <laughs> going crazy at the games did you see this oh, oh yeah, like yeah. charger yeah, yeah, I saw that. that. Where they were saying nope. she's an actress or not or whatever. But don't diss Layla. Don't don't diss Layla. I'm, I'm not saying. Oh no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm, no, I'm not dissing her at all. Yeah, I know no, you weren't. I know you're just saying that we bring more heat here. It wasn't a you. That wasn't a you yeah. thing. Yeah, it's okay. just how it can yeah. how it can go. It wasn't a you thing or whatever. No, I was just saying. But this is what this is where been, it really we've been ranting for 15 well, years over this. audio has been doing this. Fuck your mom. Exactly. Best impression ever. <laughs> that's that's a wild. You got I, again. I, Listen, I, you, I appreciate you all. Yes. Um, I hope y'all families are good. Um, we all go good. through things, yeah. and I don't want you guys to think that I still don't think about you know that I hope everybody's family isn't well, regardless if we talk about it or not. They're always in my prayers. Um, but again, it's always a great time over here. Thank you for including me over here. Um, you know what I'm saying? Oh, thank I, you, it's, man. A priv- it's a it's a privilege. Um, to come over here and rock with you guys. And I've never been on the show for almost three hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're and it's three been, hours. I mean, You're I, two, it's been least. fun. It's been it's been <laughs> two and a half, fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, well my computer, well, my computer is fast five minutes fast. So we're at 240, 241. So you've been basically. over two and a half hours. There you go. Yes, yes. So and, but it's been it's been fun. And to be honest with you guys, I don't know if I'm gonna have this much fun the rest of the season. And I'm not even just saying that because i'm here yeah. i'm just being honest with it's the ineptness just like what we just said about if i see and it's not just the best if i see another mf or short yardage run getting shotgun oh i swear dude you better have the greatest quarterback and the greatest offensive line that i ever seen in my damn life it's just one of those infuriating things about sports today where i don't know what the hell the numbers are telling you but they shouldn't be telling you that you know what I'm saying? I rather I rather you fail going forward in short yardage with a run up the gut, or sure. a run or a, a, a trick run off tackle than you sitting here telling me you about to screen some stuff up and hope you and you haven't even run consistently great screens and you do terrible blocking when you guys are on those screens, you know. But it's just one of those things where it's just like I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. But that's part of being a Bears fan. And I thank everybody over here for uh, spending. Some- yeah, Richard. She told Richard, don't worry. She told me she wasn't gonna see me the rest of. The- I was like, it's gonna be maybe an hour or whatever. She's like, I'm not gonna see you the rest of the night. Not, said, but I can say it's been great with though. Phil so. again. It's been, exactly. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's been great. So it's been one of those things. So it, <laughs> it is what it wife. is. Love to your family. I'll let them well, know. Bro. I'll back at both there back, back all three of yeah. y'all's. If we Claudia do come to Chicago with Jim. Uh, deciding to do another party part two. This is a tough year under the umbrella of it, but it maybe it'll happen. But yeah. we're still might have to get pushed fun. to a draft party this year. Yeah, exactly. Because this that might be right. a lot of fun. You're, yeah. you, 
That yeah. would be actually I mean, smart. It just doesn't make... I'm going to be honest with you guys. Yeah, I me. was looking forward to seeing y'all. And Shane, I haven't seen you face-to-face. Yeah. And Phil, we talked about it. Yeah. But in offer, it doesn't make sense right now. You yeah. come into that stadium watching this piece of shit, it's like... It just doesn't. It does yeah. to travel all well, the way here. Listen, if Tyson Bajan does start lighting it up, then it the story changes. That's why Shane and Phil. I'll give you that. If if he does, yeah. yes. Only only caveat I give you is that if he starts lighting it up, let's just say it's two good weeks. I feel like it's going to be some Lou guess he can do to get in the way of that. Oh yes, <laughs> like oh, and yeah. that's just like yeah. that's the only that's the like and you I shouldn't be able to say that. Yeah. I should good be able to. He'll be like, let's see what we can do oh, to look, fuck this up. Yeah, exactly. I need to. I need to put some obstacles in his way. Hold my beer. I need to. We need to make this more difficult for this young. This Tyson, young. How do you feel about playing with, uh, Tyson? How do you feel about playing with four offensive linemen? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. Can like, Mercedes Lewis take a snap? I, I... Exactly. Like that's like, and it's it's now it, it sounds like we're being facetious, but it's facts. Of that's right. how it goes. It so is. like, oh my god. So Claudia, I, you're right. If, if it does, but you can't even necessarily like if, hypothetically saying if Justin <laughs> was here, you couldn't say that yeah. they would have straight games of success enough after watching this year because of what yeah. they've presented to us over the last couple of seasons. Yes, yeah, Mike. No, you know, I I live on the south side. Lives on the south side. Tyson, you got to hit Trenton Gill down that seam route. I mean, I drew it up perfectly for you. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. And definitely, if, as Claudio eloquently put it, yes, Claudio put this, if Tyson Bajan turns this ship around, I'm sure Shane and Phil will come to town. It's like it writes itself. Ryan, it's like a, a a late night story for your kids. Uh, yeah, you want to know the funny part? What? If he goes out and balls out, yeah, for these last you know eleven games, yep. Guess who they're still drafting a number one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to sorry to piss all over your parade. Well, well <laughs> my God, yeah. if, he, oh, wait, wait, wait. if he balls out, Claudio's if he balls out, no, not gonna Claudio. have the number one pick unless no. we get Carolina's number one pick. So. Yeah. Well, that's what he's saying. It's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. no, that's what I mean. Gra- all right, so okay, real I mean, quick, look, let's do this. Oh, let's do this real quick. Let's do this. Box to <laughs> go. We start with you, Phil. Claudio yeah. will end with you. Okay, Phil. Regardless of whose pick it is. Tyson Bajan plays well. Are you still drafting the quarterback number one? Caleb Williams won. Yes. Yeah. Shane? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know you. Claudio? Yeah, yeah. One. If we got one, of course, yeah. Oh. Okay, two, okay. Claudio. If you got two, are you drafting <laughs> two? I mean, I don't know because like it's like they were they were saying about right. Claudio doesn't Drake even know who fuck Drake May is. No, I, of course <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I know, but you know, I just don't know if he's gonna be the the uh I understand. And generational I'll guy that everybody <laughs> says Caleb Williams is going to be. So I don't know. But for, okay. for one, your question one, yeah, you definitely have to. Yeah. All right. I'm, 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 I mean, unless, unless he, well, unless he balls out and we just make the playoffs and he, yeah, yeah if it's ridiculous, like, if it's ridiculous, like, yeah, but I mean, yo. he plays good. Yeah. Of course yeah. you're still, yeah. We always put up the super chats. Carrie Franklin, ten dollars. I'm just a fan. Blackhawks and Bears this weekend, flying in from Knoxville. Nice. Going in to see the yeah. Bears, bro. God bless them. 
These guys are doing it. God bless them, man. I hope they win for you, Tyson Bajant. Listen, Tyson Bajant is an interesting story well, for this Better than game. watching Nathan got, Peterman. That's the way that I look totally at it. You know better I mean? than that. At least I, I would get excited small. about watching yeah. Tyson Bajant. If it was Nathan Peterman, I'd probably go Apple picking with my kids. You just watch it on DVR. Yeah, yeah. It's presser. He would watch it, but... They it's were not exciting. Like there's uh, a little hope. Like I hope this kid does well. He's I mean, gonna impressor, have to overcome. Presser was impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I I was the impressed. Kid is an him. impressive he's kid. Sharp. He's sharp. I love how he's like I'm gonna fucking fight to the death with these guys. Like you can see, and he's like I got nothing to lose. He's like you know I shouldn't even be here. Pretty much he's saying. So it's like he was like know, who this, knows? Like we'll Angela. <laughs> then let me do what I hired to do. <laughs> Three steps, fucking throw it, dude. Not six seconds. You don't got six seconds. Claudio's getting fired up. Listen, we've said it all with Kenneth Davis. Way, way over his, uh, what was his guesstimate of what he was going to stay here. I honestly have to agree with you, Kenneth. This was so much fun. And so therapeutic for me. I've been having a few bad weeks in a row. And tonight, really, like, it washed off some anxiety and stress. And just hanging out with you and, and Shane and, and everybody on the show. Cherie, I know she left, but it was it was a great night. I hope every one of you guys enjoyed it uh, that were in the chat. All at every, It was like 484 people just strong the whole night now we're at 377 which is nothing to bat an eye at at all i'm just saying three what are we three hours and 20 minutes into the show i appreciate all you fans kenneth thank you so much for your time shane you want to shout out anybody quick claudio no we're wrapping it up i'm going to shout out my son went and got his six month pet scan today yes everything was everything was clear and yeah riley yep mom took him so i I wasn't i was at work and he called me and i figured he'd be all excited and he's like you'll never believe what they said to me i'm like what he's like they said only 0.47 percent of kids my age are as tall as i am he didn't give two shits he didn't give two (laughs) shits about the pet scan he was excited about being five nine and a half at 12 years old Shit. So <laughs> he's like, oh damn, fuck, God, fuck damn. Cancer. he's taller than me. What yeah, yeah, he's taller yeah. than you two years ago. What the hell, are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. No, he wasn't. Man. We were at the basketball <laughs> hall of fame. I was taller than him. So, <laughs> barely, that was shout out Riley. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Riley. a lot of like, yeah. shout out to somebody going through something like that at a young age is still kicking ass. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a lot stronger than daddy, that's for sure. I'm the biggest right. baby in the world. All and he's Talk about iron sharpens iron. Yeah, I don't know where he got it, but he's got it. Claudio, quick shout out. No, I'll just then shout I'm out to you guys. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Kenneth, obviously, again, and everybody in the chat, like always, making some good comments, some stupid ones, some funny ones, some smart ones. You know, we love you either way. And all the super chat people, too. Shout out to all you guys. All right, I'm just going to wrap it up and shout out all you fans and you, Kenneth, especially jumping on the show, um, coming in here. A great guest just makes the show even greater. 
and you. you are a great guest and your personality your even if we don't agree it's so much fun and you have such a great way and disposition with your approach to your knowledge because it comes from your heart and it's felt and i respect you as a friend and a father and this show is all about that so thank you so much for jumping on tonight and making ttnl even better than it possibly can be and that's the truth it's guests like you like that so even i'm getting texts from yeah. all these different people even larison hold on, hold on, what what in the razzle dazzle are you out here trying to do <laughs> that's it love it love it that'll be a drop well, I think, don't we still have his original one. drop, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Here yeah. it is. Oh, what the hell, the hell is going on? That? That's, that's, <laughs> that is so to Randy Moss. Throw yep. me the ball. Yep. They can't jump with me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Claudio, oh, you'll have to get that video for next week, and that'll be our what in the razzle-dazzle. What are you doing out there? Bring Thank you. Our Thank real Thanks for letting me be a part of you all's community. Absolutely. Um, it's the last thing that I have to say. Uh, it's been a all privilege, right. and it will continue to be a privilege. Um, but thank you, and thank you for everybody for accepting me in, uh, like or not like. And I'm not saying like as a person. I'm saying disagree is what I should say. Yes. Um, but it's definitely been a privilege. You all, I hope everybody has a great evening, and everybody be safe. And even though if our team sucks, life is going to be good tomorrow. That's right. Um, like that's it's more serious stuff than this to be honest with you even though this is what we quote unquote live or die on we clearly it's too, been too bad for us to truly live and die on it that's right um, but again the Who's community to escape right. life to watch the bears now we can't escape the fucking bears it's like right we can't bears island. now we're like i can't wait to go back to work tomorrow <laughs> that's yeah, where we're at. at that point that point man i'm looking forward to work yeah like, it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be particularly this or early but that's all that i have to say um i definitely appreciate everybody here and i'm not just saying that because i'm here i'm saying that because i've always had a great time uh agree or not disagree it's always been welcoming and that's fortunate well, give it. your nice. boys on the under center podcast our bet we got to get schrock on here we have not ever had him uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put the I'm a, I'll put the word in. Like uh, I say, I'm definitely bringing you guys up. Uh, probably Sunday's episode if, if I forget. Awesome. Maybe no. You know what? I'm gonna do a Wednesday's episode since it's a TV episode. Wow. <laughs> like, but I'm like, yeah, so I'll, if I, you don't see it Sunday, but yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna set my time. And it's not that you guys like. I'm not saying like I'm doing you a favor. You no, guys, money's money's coming in as we're talking on here, and you have a Patreon. <laughs> I mean, the funds are flooded, and again, you deserve it. You just, you guys deserve what you built. Um, it's it's something that any podcast. I mean, I don't know any Bears podcast is doing this. All right, I don't know that. Like, that's props to y'all. I don't know any Bears like props. Like, I'm not a hater. All right, yeah. so like, props to y'all, but uh, definitely appreciate it. Everybody, uh, be safe and uh, look forward to talking to you guys. I know I'm gonna talk to you in the draft, but I guess I'm probably gonna talk to y'all oh, in about three months, two or three months, or whatever. Yeah. We oh, come we back, but I just back it later yeah, in we're, coming, we're gonna have the drink, we're gonna have the drinking show when they launch yeah. all these fuckers to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> the, all right. the last week leading up to the last game, we have him back on the show. Yeah, and right. this is where we are, guys. And we bring Kenneth back on for therapy.
I'm gonna start uh, calling. We'll have to take a shot every time they're in shotgun. A shot for shotgun. Oh, we'll be fucking. We'll be wasted by halftime. I feel like this is like when you first start dating that girl, and you can't hang up the phone on them. You just keep talking. That's where we are. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't go to bed. You fall. You fall asleep. You fall asleep. You go. You hang up. You hang up. I love you more. I love you more. Of course, I'll call you in the morning. <laughs> we'll call, talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. We'll go out Friday. We'll see a movie. I don't give a fuck what movie. We'll just go. <laughs> Listen, uh, sign up, become a patron. The tape never lies.com. My video series will be out tomorrow. This weekend, we'll hit Cars Keys. Is that this week, Thursday? Tomorrow night, night Cars Keys. There you go. And uh, this weekend, I promise you, me and my father, X's with the O's, will be back looking at the defense. We've had a lot of family stuff hit us over the last week, so we had to kind of postpone some of this stuff, but we will be back. I am going to play a throwback ender to give you what TTNL has been about over the years, and thank you, Kenneth. Day. I think Kenneth is in this video at some point in it. Love you all. It's three minutes. Enjoy it. We'll see you guys. Kenneth, you can bounce. We'll love you. We'll see you. Have a great night. The tape never lies. Keeping it 100. The tape never lies. Hey, fuckers. This is Brian Erlacher, and I'm keeping it 100 on the Tape Never Lies Network. You guys know the tape never lies. Give me some name. Come on, Shane. Tape never lies, never. Tape never lies, network. Maybe too I'm a born American boy. Born in this land. I tell you what, man. Preston Abner, I tell you what, man. You could be better in the open field. That's all I said. Brenton Gill's the fucking new punt god. I'm fucking love it. I love it. It grew a goatee because the only way people knew that I had actually gone through puberty is his hair either had to be here or here. And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) These guys will tell you. The best abilities Availability isn't availability. It's accountability. You fucking nerd fucks. Uh, there you go. Yep, I'm liking. I'm liking. I'm liking. Fuck yourself. <laughs> blame, blame it on the bubble wrap. I love all. Jim Larison is faster coming out of the end zone than I see Ebner. It's pretty true. I mean. That's true. The tape never lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's going to rise up? Jeepers, creepers. I'm good. I'm feeling good about this week, man. Yeah! yeah. And when we <laughs> go, I love all That's going to get old. Good, good, man. That's good. You want podcast with us during the season? Have you watched The Matrix yet, dude? <laughs> They never laugh. So man, I fucking fucked up. Oh, but.
hit the grave digger on my ass. I was like, oh, man. Claudio hired him to draw logos. <laughs> Ours was also supposed to be named after Dion Warwick. That's so strange. <laughs> Give me some fucking names. You know how COVID is here, guys? I'm doing this for you. <laughs> I'm doing this for you, you know. I got it up. Watching the Tape Never Lies Network. But her face can't. <laughs> she gotta work that ass for daddy. Oh.